Hi, I'm Raymond and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Eclipse Phase. I'm going to be running this campaign. This is uh, the meme team. This is our gate crashing campaign. Uh, and my players today are... Hello, I'm Vaughan. Uh, I'll be playing Fred Simons or Freddy. Um, and I am the professional explorer, I guess is the best way you could uh, say it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm Jeremy, I'm playing the artist formerly known as Bone Dog. Um, I, my, I fill the role of a scout and, um, and PR man. And, and PR man for the meme team. Um, yeah, it's good times, fun times. And I'm Jasmine, and I'm playing Leroy the Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best. I'm the techie. <laughs> Amongst other things. Amongst others. <laughs> the techie and the escort. Um, so it's been a few uh, weeks uh, since the last... Uh, since your last major gate-crashing mission. You've gone to a few other exoplanets and things since then, but uh, nothing particularly interesting. Lots of barren rocks, lots of... Uh, gas giants uh, with gates floating near them where it's like cool let's tether ourselves to this floating gate for the next <laughs> 48 hours and just ch chill the fuck out and watch a gas giant roll by I guess because there's nothing else to do attached to well, maybe, maybe you were on like a, a asteroid, asteroid or, something. or something yeah fair enough yeah. Um, no we just got dumped into the middle of space yeah indeed uh, cool uh, so I thought we might start off this session by talking a little bit about um, what you guys do for your collective. So obviously, uh, you this um, Chat Noir is a collectivist uh, society. It's built around um, these uh, anarchist collectives. Nobody has like an assigned task. It's just the things they do and collectives arise to fill niches in the community. Like the Love and Rage Collective uh, runs the gate crashing operations because you need to have structure to that in order for everyone to get equal access to the gate. Um, you, if, uh, if you didn't have some kind of structure to that, then you'd have people fighting over who gets to go through it when, so you have to have some structure there. Um, there's also Kickstarter, which <laughs> is the collective uh, that helps colonists do their first 30 days. Um, and trains them up as well. It's like a free trial and after that they have to subscribe to the premium. No. <laughs> that, would be, that would be an extropian gate-crashing team where it's like, I'm sorry, you only have rights of ownership and all other rights are to be negotiated through contract law. No, but it's like when right, you can just consistently say, no, I don't want to pay. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> it's going to be bad for you. Um, yeah, so Kickstarter does the first 30 days, and then you guys are part of London Calling, which deals with the uh, gate crash, uh, first in gate crashing missions, where when a new world is found, you guys go through and assess what it might be useful for. You had a pretty big windfall recently when you guys found this uh, kind of interesting subterranean um, 
uh, watery research station or mine? Maybe? <laughs> Both. I ruined it. Uh, you ruined it for future and, and it was kind of interesting and cool, but particularly interesting was the fact that you guys basically found an organic disassembler swarm uh, that behaved as a liquid. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then blew through a door to find another door. Yes, indeed. There was just door after door after door. We hit the invisible wall of the campaign, and it wasn't so much invisible. <laughs> Look, I'll be very upfront when I put walls in your way. Uh, yeah, uh, so that was pretty good for you. You guys had a nice party when you got back from that. Uh, but now I want to talk about what you guys do within your collective to help it running. You guys are obviously a part of uh, London Calling, as we pointed out before. Uh, so, uh, you, I believe that some of the items that are collectively owned by London Calling are some go bikes and some crasher suits, um, as well as a kind of housing, uh, place, uh, and I think each team owns, like, a standard bunch of gate crashing stuff. Um, Sounds right. For example, you guys have like a whole bunch of research stuff and support stuff um, that you guys have for your team, and presumably any member of your team can use that. And if another team asked, you'd probably lend it out. Mm -hmm. But those are kind of your boundaries. So, um, what are some of the other jobs that need? What are some of the jobs that need to get done around LCC that people have taken upon themselves to do? I think we kind of discuss like a career. Business, if business is business the, right is the wrong word. Yeah, service, I service, service, service is good because you know we're not charging people. We just, we just don't. It's like, oh, this thing needs to go there. Yep, we got this. Yeah. So like when you guys bring back some kind of weird alien thing, you guys all run that over to like a local research community and they'll Indeed. look that up. Um, another thing that occurred to me as well that I could that I could do is like network between. Um, the different collectives make sure that everything still runs smoothly the relationships are fine uh, yeah so you're kind of a, a go between yeah cool um run messages and errands between them um that sort of thing and like and also liaise with like any media that might have an interest yeah so these are things that you two do so yep. you're so you're both kind of doing courier stuff mm -hmm. but you've also got a little bit of extra stuff there yeah. you're you're more, you're more of the public face mm -hmm. yeah uh, okay that's cool yeah. that's cool uh, uh for for the listeners i referring to uh, the artist formerly known as Bone Dog. Or yes. Tap Cab, if you prefer. Tap Cab, thank you. <laughs> Does anyone want me to write that down in the middle? Uh, yes, because <laughs> I'm going to forget. Tap the artist formerly known as Bone? Mm -hmm. So you can say so if you really want to be well, the bone dog is one word. So taf cab or taf cab, but if you really want, to <laughs> yeah, tap let's, cab. Go. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go taf cab. Taf cab is a bit of a hard sell. Taf cab. <laughs> Uh, and uh, what do, does Leroy do for the collective? Leroy does vehicle maintenance, suit maintenance, anything with electronics. Cool. Like, do you do you have a personal robot sex doll? I'm in on that. Yeah. God. You've you've worked with those before. Because Leroy also runs the local escorting service. R and R for the crash. I, I don't know if <laughs> you know what. I don't know if there would be an escort service in this kind of community. There um, is now. There is no, 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 no. That's not, that's not what I mean. Because it's kind of like 
kind of a free love situation. Yeah, it's kind of a free love situation. So I don't know if there would be a need for an escort. Well, you've still well, well, got well. to hook people up with numbers and. So well, you host the Lee's swinging parties. Yeah, Lee's love is especially free. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, yeah, interesting. Um, is there anything else that needs to get done at LCC that someone else maybe fills? And the answer to, to this can be, I don't know. I, I would not be against, uh, you know, doing, you know, shitty and these uh, don't have cleaning. To be, these don't have to be stuff. things that you guys do. Mm-hmm. These are just other things right. that need to get done around yeah, LCC. Like cleaning, like food uh, cleaning, like domestic maintenance, um, food prep. Is it kind of expected? Do you guys uh, do the when the teams are at LCC? Because obviously you've got some teams that are out on their mm-hmm. um, out on their forty-eight hours through the gate and whatnot and you have different amounts of teams here at different times um are are meals collective or is everyone expected to prep their own food like how much of a kind of a family bond is uh fostered well i I think think it would be kind of nice if the Mm. um crash is not on duty throws of like a homecoming Right. Like, like, especially yeah. if, a te- if something's like a gone wrong, like, the team's been I, out longer than should be. It's like, oh, hey, we made you some food. Welcome home. So I, I think that like communal meals would be encouraged, but not enforced. Yeah. Well, yeah, nothing's enforced. Yeah. Like if uh, if Leroy decides not to do some maintenance. Like the, you might get a bit of a rep down vote because everyone expected you to, but at the same time, nobody specifically I really like asked. That sort of like a dislike it. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, you don't have that problem. Like, this is the fourth time you've broken Home your leg coming. jumping off a cliff. You can fix it yourself. <laughs> I mean, my robotics is is decent for just that purpose. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like an interesting time. Uh, so, um, last time when we, uh, played, we did some of the, um, we had like the routine of you guys getting up and getting down to the thing. I'm going to skip that this time. Uh, but I thought it might be interesting, uh, to have, do a bit of a, this, this event that we're, this scene we're about to do happens sometime between your last gate crashing mission, uh, the last gate crashing mission we played through rather, and uh, the mission we're going to play today. Uh, it doesn't really matter particularly when it happened, it just happened sometime between yep. those two events. Cool. Uh, so, um, you guys are on your way to... Uh, Enemy Mine, for those that don't remember, Enemy Mine is the dome that was cut into, that the dome that is uh, made, the dome of, uh, one of the domes of Chat Noir that is made out of the uh, remains of an alien spaceship that was cut up into sections and brought down, brought through the Pandora Gate, uh, through the... Fissure? Is this one fissure? Yeah, through the fissure gate um, and set up as a bar called Mm -hmm. the enemy mine. Um, 
So, uh, you guys are on your way to Enemy Mine. Does anyone want to describe what their look is? There's going to be a bit of a party tonight, but there's always a party in Enemy Mine. Is this perhaps some kind of themed party? Is there an occasion or is this just a thing? Is it just, it is, we, we wanted to go clubbing. Is there an occasion? These are questions for you guys. So. The occasion is we would like alcohol. Cool, good. <laughs> uh, I mean, and and that, we'll, that, that sure would be lovely. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to what partying looks like for synths in a moment, um, because you better believe that they covered that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's covered. <laughs> um, mm, I would like. Actually, not, God. So, the, so the, there is no particularly special occasion. You guys just felt like going out and partying. Yeah. I, I like to think that Tafcab has like programmable LED displays on him somewhere. Don't you have chameleon skin? Yes. Chameleon cloaking? Yeah. So you can you could program your chameleon cloaking to look like LEDs. <laughs> or like just glow sticks. What <laughs> raped off me? <laughs> Giant uh, LED pacifiers. All kinds of retro raver culture things. Uh, is um, is there anyone else with you guys? Um, this might be an opportunity to uh, name another uh, crasher team that is part of LCC. Well, you've just given me an open banquet and it's like, can't, I don't know what to choose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to give some... Uh, <laughs> to give some context, you guys uh, last time created the Rude Crew, <laughs> which I believe are all sleeved in vaguely kangaroo morphs, uh, as well as the Battlers of the Black Soon, because it's got an umlaut <laughs> over the U. <laughs> uh, and there's also a guy that uh, deli- uh, that ma- loves making coffee in the morning for c- the crashes at LCC, <laughs> whose name is Just Joe. <laughs> and he's got four arms. Um, <laughs> Just to get those creative juices flowing. And they don't have to all be as gonzo as this, obviously. They can be as gonzo as you want them to. I don't understand the term gonzo uh, in this context. Gonzo would be there's a team of people sleeved to look like kangaroo men. That's pretty <laughs> fucking gonzo. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh. Not so Gonzo is. There's another ca- uh, another Crasher team whose name has an umlaut in it, and that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, got it. Well, speaking of Gonzo, I immediately thought of Electric Mayhem. I thought of the Muppet. <laughs> I thought of Fair Loathing in Los Angeles. Yeah, Vegas. we just made the same reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Electric Mayhem was the band. Uh, there you go. Well, why not? Okay. In that case, mayhem. Electric Mayhem. Electric Mayhem. <laughs> I'm not going to give them a gimmick. They're just with you. So you guys in Electric Mayhem are home tonight. Uh, and you guys are heading out to Enemy Mine. Uh, so as you're heading to Enemy Mine, uh, you guys sort of are walking through the... I just realised I don't really know how to spell electric, but whatever. Yeah, it doesn't mind. Yeah, it's fine. It'll work. I'll type it up later and Google will correct it. <laughs> Um, electric mayhem. Uh, you guys are heading over to enemy mine, and along the way, uh, you uh, see 
an interesting group of individuals are walking down the ice tunnel, are coming uh, in the opposite direction. Uh, so sort of walking towards you. Mm -hmm. uh, they look kind of uh, trim and proper. They're very neat. Um, they've got kind of a vaguely militaristic vibe to them. They, uh, um, they look like fascists. <laughs> so I was about to ask, do they look fascists. like locals? They do not look like locals. Good to know. So they are wearing um, armoured vac suits. Uh, they look like they might be crusher suits. They also look like they just might be sealed combat armour. Mm. Uh, they have pistols on their hips. Uh, one of them is carrying a fucking sword. <laughs> um, and they've all got kind of... Um, the They've all got kind of different artistic styles going on to their armour and things. Uh, one's got vaguely a Greek feel. <laughs> Another one is very much uh, early 21st century... Uh, death Squad kind of look. Uh, one, uh, the one with the fucking sword uh, looks like a Roman legionary. <laughs> I hope that he's named the sword my fucking sword. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and, and a few other uh, individuals, and they're just sort of walking towards you. Um, what security? What security system? What are security systems like here? Like others? Internal there... security or external? Uh, internal. Internal. There's cameras and shit everywhere, recording cool. all the time. In that case, um, could I get my muse to program like a subroutine? to like track them through the cameras and um do you have programming i do have programming do you, is your programming better than your muses my programming is 40 what's my muses 40 okay cool i think yeah um you can get your muse oh, no. the muses uh, muses 20 yeah so you get your muse to aid you they'll give you a plus 10 yep so that's 50 yep so you need to get under 50. i rolled 95. <laughs> yeah yeah you, you're getting there to program it it's like ah. Shit, I should have just I should have just torrented some fucking tracking software. Uh, if you want, you can make me a networking check to see if you know someone that could uh, give you an illegal copy of Norton tracking software. Uh, or, uh, which one? Autonomous? Or? Uh, Autonomous works. Um, and this will be a trivial rep spot, so we won't even track it. We'll refresh in a minute. Nope. Nah, you just don't know anyone. It's and probably, I would not recommend spending Moxie on it. It's not very important. No. Uh, yeah, so these guys kind of walk past you and uh, everyone's sort of looking. And uh, as they walk up, uh, Electric Mayhem will start shaking up their uh, beers that they brought with them and opening them and spraying them all over these motherfuckers. And they all just kind yeah, of glare at you as they walk past because uh, they know that if they kill you, they'll get swarmed by everyone in this fucking <laughs> shit state of habitat. <laughs> and they walk on past. Can um, I roll conspiracies on these fucks? Go for it. Nice. A one. Uh, <laughs> for those listening. Is conspiracies interests? Uh, yeah. Cool. Um... Uh, those motherfuckers uh, are definitely some kind of uh, 
paramilitary death squad uh, coming down here to start trouble. Probably been hired by some hypercorp motherfuckers to uh, come in here. The way they've styled themselves, they're definitely ultimates. Hmm. Uh, fuck those guys. And not in the fun way. <laughs> mm, let's see. Uh, does anyone need me to tell them what ultimates are? Born obviously remembers. So, yeah, the ultimates are kind of these self-styled uh, individualist philosophy king type dudes uh, that are very much into human superiority uh, and uh, being the best they can be. Uh, at whatever it is that they choose to pursue. Lots of people view the Ultimates as being like this freelance, cultish kind of mercenary group, but they're not just mercenaries. You could be an Ultimate who is the best at accounting. <laughs> um, it doesn't really matter as long as it is something that helps their cause of creating a individualist, survivalist they're utopia. The, they're the best at being the worst. <laughs> they're actually pretty socialist in that, like, when the ultimates make a shitload of money for themselves, they normally funnel it back into building projects hmm. within the faction, which is why the ultimates have one of only five Hamilton habitats in the entire system, which is a self-building nano habitat hmm. uh, that is like several kilometers long. Um, they are the most impressive technological thing that uh, transhumanity has, and the Ultimates own the, like, first one. Um, and arguably where, the best. Where is this uh, taking place? In a hallway, basically. Okay. Oh, no, um, so, what's the name of the place that we are? It's... The, is are we? You London? live. You live in Chat Noir on the moonlit uh, on the moon Oberon. Um, I'll I'll give a curt nod to um, those. There was only three of them, right? I described three, but there was There's a more? group of okay. them. To the group. So welcome to Chat Noir. In my best Russian uh, accent. Oh, old Russian kind of... You can just speak in Russian. I don't want to. <laughs> what language are you speaking in? English. All right. I've got Russian, but I don't want it um, You're not Russian to use This it. guy kind of wearing... Who's got this kind of armor with a lot of blue uh, paint to it and uh, kind of lots of segmented little plates uh, that look very... Um, they almost look Damascus-sized, uh, which is... Um, like pattern welded or little wavy lines. Right. Um, uh, he sort of does this elaborate bow to you, uh, and you see that he has a seeker launcher strapped to his back oh, as he bows. Boba Fett he picks himself. Oh no, it's like slung <laughs> across his back. Uh, he can't fire it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he sort of picks himself up and continues walking down the corridor. Uh, and you guys get to enemy mine. As you approach it, you can feel the walls pulsing. <laughs> like with a beat. They're not like, yeah, yeah. liquefied and made of flesh. You're not a meat hat. Uh, and you step inside. Uh, hey, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Uh, you step inside. The future uh, is crazy. <laughs> the Meat Hab is an art artist's installation, um, and you can read about it in the book. But uh, 
there are now squatters that live in it. For further information, please see. Um, if you do want to look it up, it's in Rimwood. Uh, I believe it's in the section about Locus because Locus is another big anarchist habitat. Okay. Um, yeah, so you guys uh, arrive and the party is going off. There's a bunch of people performing. Uh, in fact, uh, there is a band... Uh, performing on the stage, the uh, Femicists. <laughs> Amazing. Fem, fe, femen, yeah, Femicists, I think, is the best femicists. way to pronounce that. Uh, which is a Jovian uh, all female punk band uh, that uh, is part of the uh, Jovian rebel movement. I was going to say, Jovians are. Not the type I would imagine in a punk band. They're political dissidents, yeah, you know. Fair they're, enough. They're, fair enough. they're really in the roots of the punk scene. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I would... And there's like three other bands around the the bar performing at the same time uh, because <laughs> nice. it's eclipse phase, and you can basically tune, tune out, out sounds. Yeah. Um, well, we come here often enough. I'd like to. Well, is there a um? Bartender kind of. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, I'd well, like to send yeah. a, a um, thing. There are bartenders there for like making really elaborate drinks, but mm. it's pretty much a just serve yourself kind of deal. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. It's all about. free. Yeah. You all part to participate. Um, I send a uh, message uh, through the net. Mesh. Mesh. Thank you. That's all right. Um, to the bartender ordering. Uh, Three really impressive uh, cocktails. <laughs> or you only have to give you only have to give me the name of this cocktail. We don't need to talk about what it actually part the is. flavor extremo. <laughs> no. Or something better. <laughs> Whatever you want, though. If you want it to be the flavor extremo, go for it. <laughs> Sounds like um, it would be spicy. <laughs> uh, oh, also, uh, I think it goes without saying, but I will be ex-casting um, the whole yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. The Franken Christ. The no. Franken Christ. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna start a new list on here for drinks. <laughs> and it because I feel like we're gonna be an enemy mine a few times. And it comes in a fishbowl with a fancy umbrella. That's a burning crucifix. <laughs> <laughs> Franken Christ. I spelt Franken with a K at the beginning. Apparently, Franken Christ. It's German. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Franken Christ. <laughs> 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 Cool. Uh, so I'm not going to describe everyone drinking, but I am going to describe what uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I, am, <laughs> I am going to describe what partaking in illicit substances looks like for people in sits, because this is new for Jeremy, and I think we've only described it a few times on the podcast before. So, for people that are in synth morphs, they have things called. I mean, why would you not be? Because you want to have squishy, gooey sex instead of hard, angular, precise sex. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason. Yeah, it's the only reasonable reason. Uh, so, they have these things called narco algorithms. Narco algorithms will replicate pretty much oh, okay. any drug that you want um, for synths. Uh, it's a program uh, that just uh, it targets your cyber brain and causes these uh, and emulates those effects because your cyber brain is essentially a brain emulation box anyway. 
Uh, so it just introduces that to you. Um, the more mundane uses for this is so that if a synth person goes on a date at a restaurant, the restaurant will have na uh, uh, algorithm versions of their food so that you will be able to experience your shared meal with your partner. Um, this is also used in like, um, in uh, simul space so that you can have a long distance dinner date <laughs> and things like that. Um, and also so that you can put food into simul space things. Um, and then you can do more like crazier stuff for it. So like if you're playing an AR game, you can have the taste of blood. Uh, be in your AR game about uh, space werewolf vampires. Um, uh, there, there is a role-playing question. community. <laughs> the question, can we play that oh. game instead? <laughs> well, if you guys want to do an MARG campaign, that is a thing that I have planned, but that is after you've done at least six <laughs> sessions of this. Then we can transition to a different Eclipse Space campaign. <laughs> Uh, I'm saying that just sounds awesome. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of them we can choose from, and we can talk about that in our first break tonight. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so um, the, they bring the glasses over, and yours has in it uh, a probably water that has just been dyed to be the same color as everyone else's. Um, and as you touch the glass, uh, a little thing pops up in your AR band that says, Would you like to partake? <laughs> yeah, y slash N. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Brilliant. So as you click uh, yes, and you uh, drink the glass, which is basically the water goes into your mouth, and then you basically spit it back out into the glass, so that you can have the set. You can have. You can go mime through the motions of drinking. Um, you start to notice over the night that the glass is like uh, the water level is decreasing every time you go back in even though you're spitting the water back out probably there's like a nano swarm in the glass that dissolves the water to keep up the illusion of you drinking the drink uh, and so that's what the pageant pageantry of uh, getting drunk as a synth uh, looks like um, and you drink on into the evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. So, we skip ahead to you guys being down at the gate crashing facility. You're not very good at raving, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty... Jeremy pointing to the fact that uh, Vaughn has nothing in clubs. I got a morph bonus of 10. A clubs. Um, I'm very aware that that is cudgels, not bars. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like clubbing is an interest skill or maybe an art skill? If you're I'm or just, a profession, I'm just picturing some douchebag talking about like seals clubbing. <laughs> oh. I think it's an art form. Oh god, oh. is this a, is this a, a Jovian or an ultimate? <laughs> who, who knows? Well, why not? Well, maybe maybe it's an uplift polar bear. Uh, <laughs> not that you can uplift bears, unfortunately. Oh. Harrison. I'm sorry. It's we can play the get the furry eclipse phase game. I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. It's an all right game though. Anyway, uh, so you guys are down at the uh, at the Love and Rage Collective, or gathered around the Fissure Gates. Um, you're uh, you're in those that kind of 
the fissure gate room is shaped very much like a wheelhouse, as in, um, or a roundhouse, uh, as in, like, they have at a, a train depot. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there's one big huge door on one side that is about a quarter of the pie uh, and about half of the pie uh, are these rooms that you guys sit in. Uh, the yep. large door is for when they're doing mass transit operations like colonization efforts and these little booths that you guys are sitting in are, uh, are the are where the various crasher teams that have chosen to be on today sit. Uh, you guys are currently in slot one this week. Oh, shit's on. Uh, which means that the first world that comes up is for you. They open up the gate, and within a few minutes, you realize that this is a gas giant um, because you guys keep putting the fiber eye through, and it just keeps being crushed. So it's either a gas giant or it's at the bottom of the sea. Both are not good options. Both are not possible. Like if it's at the like if it's so deep, if there's so much pressure that the minute you put a thing through it gets crushed, there's no point sending anything else through. <laughs> they close it and they start to dial the next gate. As they begin to dial the next gate, you see the uh, sphere, the the webbed sphere of the Pandora Gate shifting its various strands around, uh, and this green and black lightning start to kind of arc around it uh, and you see little flickers of purple light which does anyone have profession gate crushing yes. i do if you have profession gate crushing you can roll if you have interest uh science fiction I you can roll <laughs> well which one uh gate crushing is higher good i have interest oh world. No, not relevant I got a 41 out of 50. So. I got a 47 out of 60. Brilliant. So you both succeed. 65. You have never heard of purple flashes of light coming off a gate before. Oh. Roll me a willpower times three check. Cool. Uh, do you tell Leroy this fact? Does anyone like offhandedly remark, oh, purple light, that's a bit weird. Otherwise, I'm just sitting there like... Yeah, otherwise you're fine. Cool. Um... <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> of course he will. You will also be rolling willpower times three, but um, you will be getting a different damage result. Yeah. So that is just the same two dice, right? Yes, you roll two dice. You As the normal percentile roll, it's just we take your will yep. score uh, and we Ooh. multiply it by three, and that's your target number. Okay. So for you, it's 45. Yep. Uh, for Vaughn, it is 60, because apparently he's a resilient motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> And I got four over it, so I'm not as resilient cool. as I'd like to be. 18 over. 18 over. All right, cool. So that's going to be 1d10. Divide by two for you guys. I'm going to roll for you. Yep. Uh, whew, four for each of you. Four stress. Cool. Um, you do not take a trauma unless your trauma threshold is four. My trauma threshold is four. You will be taking one trauma. This is bad. This is fucked up. What the fuck is going on with the gate? So I keep the it's four stress and then one trauma? Yes. So you put four stress down and then you mark one trauma. Yeah. Uh, you are going to be taking a minus 10 penalty to all rolls because yeah. what the fuck is wrong with the gate? Why is there purple light coming off of it? Those, those yep. fascist dickheads were here. It's clearly them. They are clearly involved in this. Because that's a little weird, and why the fuck is... Why is everyone else freaking out? Why is the artist formerly known as Bodog losing his bike? So, um... <laughs> why, or why is the synth screaming? So what, <laughs> so, what is the artist formerly known as Bodog's reaction to realising that 
Uh, as far as you know, no one has ever seen purple light come off the Pandora gate. Uh, yeah, probably something along those lines like that. Well, we saw the suspicious folk earlier, now the gate's fucking up. Clearly they sabotaged it. Alright, so Bonedog leans towards paranoia. I'll keep that in mind for when you take your next trauma. Are they, um... Sorry, give me a second. Okay, um, couple questions. First of all, I'd like to, like, the purple lights, are they... Like a constant thing, or is it just like bam? Gone. They're little flickers, but it's they are recurring. Yeah, I'd like to be recording. Sure, yeah. um, naturally. <laughs> Bonedog's already on. Yeah, uh, record a bit and then send it to who did you say runs the gate crashing thing? What was Love and Rage Collective Love runs rage. the gate crashing? Someone from Love and Rage just be like, hey man, check this out. Do you want to name this person? Don't have to. Steve. No, no, no. We're going with Jello. 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 Let's no, no, no. ignore your real name. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jello. Jello. Um, Jello. You've got a base. Jello. Jello. <laughs> um, why are there seven O's? Because Jello. No, I'm happy with it. One should be a zero though. <laughs> uh, it's hard to. I'll put that in the text. Thank you. Um, uh, Jello from Love and R. ND. That's a Dan Kennedy's reference, just BT dubs. Mm. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I send that to them. Keep it on tone. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, send that to, to Jello. Jello. Be uh, <laughs> like, hey, you know, just, just thought this would be worth your attention, sort of thing. You know, doing that kind of message scene at yeah, nine doing that, that sort of passive. Uh, should I be freaking out? Probably uh, not. I'm gate, freaking out. The should, gate. Should I be freaking out because Bone Dog is? <laughs> I'm the, freaking out a little because sorry, Taf Cab is. Sorry, Taf Cab. So the gate keeps shifting and then it starts to slow down and it begins to settle and then rest. Uh, and you see a little uh, sphere of black light in the core of it and those little sparkles of green lightning and the purple light starts to go away uh and you don't have to drag me into this one <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see Ten thousand views if you touch it i mean <laughs> would it, be good for the, it would be good for the view do it for the vine <laughs> do it for the space vine uh so they put the camera through and they see a bunch of plants they kind of look like cactuses and succulents and stuff and there's some kind of rock or something on the ground they push through the uh robot they have a temperature readout they do have a temperature readout hang on one second it is that's too high <laughs> it is 32 degrees celsius on the other side that is warm that's that is very hot Quite nice. We have different uh, ideas of nuts, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, you guys live on a frozen methane moon, so maybe it's maybe it'd be pleasant change. Uh, now, when you say presumably, you guys ditch all your winter coats. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it gets if if this is like a traditional desert, it gets very cold in deserts. Mm. When you say rock, Keep do you walking. mean that's the terrain or there's just like a rock there? It looks like there's some kind of rocky base. <laughs> just avoid with a rock. <laughs> there's some kind of rocky base around the, the gate and they, uh, you, you guys also see oh. a yellow star. How can we trust the information we're getting from this if the gate is fucking up like this? 
It's not wrong. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. There's a there's yellow uh, starlight. I'll respond to that in a second. There's yellow starlight <laughs> coming through. Uh, nice, very nice. And the atmosphere readings is 1.3 Earth. Yep. Uh, atmospheres. Uh, the ox. The atmosphere composition is mostly 74% nitrogen and 23% oxygen. Do with that what you want. Um, like to do with that what I want. But what do you mean? Make a science it? roll. Uh, it is 74% nitrogen mm-hmm. and 23% oxygen. Oh my god, we're just going to fucking Arizona, aren't we? And there's, prob- <laughs> and there's probably some other elements in there. Well. Um, this is starting on Arizona. <laughs> I don't know if astrobiology is relevant here. You could use astrobiology to look at the plants. Yeah, cool. They're showing you. You might What's be able to get me? something from that. Um, yep. yep. Interest trivia. Go for it. If you fail, it's not relevant. I know. 29. I fail. Which is the pass. Alright, so, hang on. You were doing? Astrobiology. And you passed? Yes. Good. Jasmine had a question. Yeah, why the fuck do I have political science? Because you studied political science, and I believe it was one of the mandatory skills you had to take from one of your um, yeah, I think it was from your background. One of your background. Oh, backgrounds. okay, that makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and trivia fail. Cool. So you know, because you see something that looks a bit like a cactus, and you remember that cactuses were only found on Earth in the Americas. Hmm. <laughs> it is Arizona. <laughs> I'm just going to Arizona. Uh, we, uh, there is apparently a Pandora gate getting past that blockade. Yep. That's on Earth. I mean, blockades can't stop the, fucking the, wormholes. The, the, the gate is not working properly, as we know. Yeah. So, uh, with your astrobiology check, you can see that these things are analogous to succulents. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, uh, they're a bit more diverse in their composition. Um, you see uh, kind of um, succulent type plants that uh, look a bit more like um, kind of like those uh, green string of pearl seaweed things that you see washing up on the floor uh, sometimes. Yeah. It's like a succulent scrub bush shrubbery. Hmm. Um, and you see, like, huge kind of branching cacti, except that their quills haven't yet turned into quills. They're still in the leaf huh. thing, because that's what those are. Yeah. The leaves roll up is the evolutionary track there. Um, where these are still behaving like leaves, and they're, uh, you know, as big as gum trees. <laughs> cool. Uh... And, and a few other strange things like that. Uh, Brie. Um, um, I'd like to... I don't know if research applies here. Maybe. But I'd like to... Cause research is anything where you are scouring the net for information. Cool. Or I, would love to, I would love to Google if uh, too much... What was the percentage of nitrogen in the other one? Uh, 74 If that's going to kill me. You'll be fine. Excellent. You know instinctively that it is 
Like, the percentage of nitrogen in the standard atmosphere is like, uh, Earth atmosphere or habitat atmosphere is like 71. Okay. Oh, actually, is it 71 or 40 something? 71. 71. Uh, and, so oxy- and oxygen on Earth fluctuates between um, 22% and 20. Oh, okay. Generally 20. If it was much higher than that, the Earth would explode. Mm-hmm. If, it was, if, it was, if the oxygen composition of uh, Earth was 25% oxygen, then everything on Earth would be highly flammable. Uh, this is at 23, so... Oh, good. <laughs> probably going to be dealing with some flammable. Uh, is there enough time to make, like, a networking ecologist's role? To yeah, to dial up an ecologist? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Minus 10, which is... Not great. Hey, 10. Nice. 10, brilliant. You got under. Yeah, the traumas get worse. Um, but there is a way to get rid of traumas that doesn't take 12 months of psychotherapy, uh, which we will deal with when you, when, at the end of the camp, at the end uh, of the I session. thought I heard you Why? say you were dialing up ecologists. No. Um, you are? Yeah, ecologists. Yeah. I was just explaining, because we were talking oh, about how the right. traumas were yeah. bad. So Sorry, so yeah. So I was like, maybe I misheard and you said psychologist? You yeah, know, no. He's getting con- a quick fix? He is in fact mm-hmm. contacting ecologists, but Jeremy made a remark about the minus yeah, 10. Yeah, I'm there. And so, yeah, yeah. sidetrack. Uh, so, uh, is there anything in particular you wanted to ask? Um, just... Like, uh, if there's anything that we missed about the planets, like if the, the process of the planets could be indicative of like nearby water sources or um, yeah, as they're putting breathability of atmosphere in general, like it could be other as, well, like uh, the, 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 the the nitrogen and oxygen ratio is fine, but if there's say fucking xenon in the atmosphere um, at times, and yeah, stuff. the ecologist is looking at the stream that you you're sending through from the from your uh, from your own feeds and like. Yeah, I don't think the atmosphere is going to be any uh, very dangerous to you. Um, although, um, and you uh, look at the feed of video that's coming through, mm-hmm. you're like, you might, uh, though, be worried about that. And it's at this point that you realise that it's not rock that is under the base of the uh, gate, as they've sent through the, the drone and it's taking more direct looks at it. It is basically rock slate brick tiles arranged in a geometric pattern underneath the gate and it's at this point that the ecologist and a bunch of other people in the room and everything like that are like holy and they're pointing out the fact that those plants have been arranged like everything's been placed it's somebody's garden Uh, and everyone looks to the meme team Cool. Um, first of all, I would like to take something that works very much like a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Not a flamethrower, the other one. Um, well, a flamethrower, yes, but also... You can make me a networking check to see if one of the other teams has a... What is it called? Um, a scorcher. Yep. Uh, however, I did actually mean... Fire extinguisher. But uh, I would also like the, the uh, so, now. So, so the, the opposite. So you in fact want a, some kind of you want a what is it called? Well, I want both now. Suppressor? No, no, no. There's a there's a specific. Um, so spray weapons covers shotguns, flamethrowers, and a few other things. There's a particular one that is a spray thing that you can put any chemical you want water. into it. 
Sorry, what's German for water? Wasser. Wasserwerfer. <laughs> <laughs> so you want some kind of, you want a fire extinguisher? Yeah. Do you want a fire extinguisher and a flamethrower or do you want a fire extinguisher? I mean, mm. you got to prioritize. You've got like four minutes. Indeed, and just the flame extinguisher. There we go. <laughs> uh, okay, so make me a networking check. What autonomous? network? Yeah, autonomous works. I mean, if we need a fire and a pinch, oh, I can probably turn my, yeah, my thrusters on it. Yeah, true. Uh, 48, which is, I don't know, hold on, apparently I haven't marked all my networking. Uh, it's 10, so I'm gonna go with, uh, no. Cool. Mine worked, I can call my yeah, lawyer. Why do you not have your networking know, skills man. in there? Thank you, Pastor Vaughn. <laughs> Weird, we're gonna have to try and work out what that is. Uh, cool. So, so you succeeded. Yep, well under. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, somebody, somebody runs uh, from down the line. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just rips it off the wall. Of <laughs> the, <laughs> I got you, fam. <laughs> off the room and runs down. Here you go. Uh, so you guys Excellent. going through, right? Uh, Everyone seems very keen on on you guys going. Oh, through. I'm going through. <laughs> yeah. I'm so going through. We are so going through. Oh, How man. could we not go? Look at that. Look at that. Look at the arrangement of the tiles. This is clearly a historical find. It's somebody's garden. This is a historical find. We could be a part of history. Two minute warning. Two minute warning. We are doing this. Fine. Your robo, your two robo mules start trotting up towards <laughs> the gate. Yes, good. Um, Apparently they're six-legged because I looked it up today. Huh, that's cool. And they can carry 250 kilograms of cargo, oh are capable of swimming, and have radio boosters and makers in them. So technically, we don't have to walk. Eh. I mean, I don't have to anyway. They're loaded up with all your gear. Like the disassembler I mean, tools I are not small. They include the sleeve. So yeah. the disassembler Sorry. tools kit. I objectively, the best sleeve. <laughs> the disassembler kit. Um, includes like huge pneumatic jaws and jackhammers and like um, huge circular cutting saws. <laughs> so your your robo mules are pretty full of gear. Um, but yeah, they trot up towards the gate. Do I need to specify that I want like um, e rope, a bunch of that's all on your survival kit. Cool. Remember, yep. you've got like a hundred yeah, yeah. meters of it or something. Just, just double checking. And do we have those flexo knives? Flex cutters are in your survival kit. Yep, just check. Flexo knives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I call it a vibroblade. Well, vibroblade is a thing that exists. It's just it's like a really advanced carving knife. It's not like Star Wars. I was about to say they're not like Star Wars. <laughs> um, it's real good for like actually sawing through shit and not good for like a duel. Yeah. So um, flex cutter though, great for a duel. Turn what, it off. What was the temperature you said? Uh, the temperature currently on the other side was 32 degrees Celsius. Is there, like, presumably the camera goes up to the sky, is there much clouds? Um, they have not launched a um, scout missile yet, because mm -hmm. you guys have a scout missile on your kit. If you mm -hmm. want, you can launch your scout missile through. Huh. Um, well, first of all, do they, so do they not show the sky? They do show you the sky, but I thought you meant like they send a drone up into the sky. Uh, but they just to. they just kind of point the camera all around. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, you know, just, are there much clouds um, in the sky? Is the sky blue? There is very thin looking clouds yep. that are mostly white. Um, yeah. Um, uh, and you see their big robot drone thing walk back I through. I think. How 
Um, so the gatecrasher sixty suits, second warning. Do the gatecrasher suits retain heat well? They have environmental control because they can be used in space. So you want them to be able to yep, cool, dual, cool, cool, cool. Like um, plus five hundred degrees Celsius. God, in, what am I forgetting? So yes, this is the this is the stressful pre-planning part. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Tafcab is too busy freaking the fuck out to move any use here. Brilliant. <laughs> um, oh, stuff for testing the um, the plants. In the mobile lab. Excellent. I've got nothing else. Then. <laughs> 60 second warning, anything else anyone can think of? Um, can I slap some sense into former dog? Former dog. Former dog. Oh, former dog. Good, good, uh... Good subversion. Um, do you actually want to slap sense into him, or would you like to make some kind of attempt to get them to focus? Can I? Whichever one works better. Um, I would make some attempt to try and get them to focus is going to work better, and I would call for a profession psychologist's um, psych. Uh, academic psychology. No. Um, you know what? I, I would like to. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you go. I no, no, no. You go while I look. Um, I have a can of something. Yeah, of course. There's also uh, there's two bottles, bottles of lemonade in there as well. Um, I would like to make an infosec to try and get Tafcab's muse to be like, okay, you know, emotional. Dampening control. Obviously, he doesn't have the uh, implants. You're trying to convince it to turn on endocrine control if he has it. If it has it, I don't think he does. Excuse us for the loud can noises. Um, Uh, Even if the muse is like fucking, so like to say to the muse, essentially along the lines of fucking calm him down. Um. Make me a profession escorting, but it's going to be a limited result. Seven. I thought you um, Bone dog. Please don't vomit. No, I just spilled it all down my front. I missed my mouth with the can. Uh, <laughs> you have a drinking problem. The artist formerly known as Bone Dog. Uh, your, your, your friends are trying to get your attention and they're trying to calm you down. Um, what does you trying to calm him down look like? Now the escorting I was making you roll because presumably you've done... That's going to make me freak out about something else. Presumably (laughs) you've done, you know, BDSM work before and you know that sometimes... (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) That's not it at all! Sometimes... Aftercare part, I assume. You're applying knowledge of aftercare. Uh, clearly the, clearly the scene was a bit too intense. Uh, well, I know. <laughs> well, you know, well, well, that idea wouldn't actually work, unfortunately. It wouldn't come bone dog down. Sorry, uh, tap cab. It'd get me through the portal. <laughs> yeah. That is a uh, great mental image too. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you're applying knowledge of aftercare and things like that to try and help him, uh, you know, not stress out. Uh, so, uh, are you happy with that level of description, or do you have something else you'd no, like no, to add? No, that's pretty good. Alright. Well, you can't really stroke him with Lendo, so you can't... He has, he has sensors. He can detect touch, so that's... Yeah, you can, in fact, like, stroke him. Stroke the metal feathers. I don't have feathers. I don't have feathers, but you stroke the metal wings. 
Alright, so your friend is trying to calm you down. You may clear one point of stress. Yay! <laughs> I'm still traumatized. Yeah, you're still traumatized. That trauma ain't going away. There's literally nothing we can do. Is <laughs> my, um... You had a question before. Yes, I was trying to contact Muse. Yes, that ultimately amounts to... Nothing. It oh. responds to you like, yes, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not working. Um, it is doing everything within its power. Um, and I'm going to have your muse roll a psychology check. What is your muse's psychology? I'm pretty sure it's 60. Um, Aren't they, isn't that the always 60 yes. for a muse? Yeah, but I wanted to check yeah, if yeah. I was right. Because I'm not great at remembering the muse's stats. I might, I might be uh, role-playing play- role this stress a little Does, bit much. Uh, <laughs> it's fine because it just happened. Yeah. Um, I imagine when you're through the portal, you're going to be like, well, now I have to be on my shit. Yeah. Um, does the Muse have Moxie? Um, I don't think it does, but I'm asking. I feel like they do. If it does, it would say it on there. It would have a spot to mark it. No, it doesn't look like it. All right. So your Muse uh, can't really calm you down at the moment. That's all right. Um, but I will be making rolls throughout the session. Um, so do you guys step through the gate? I fly through. You fly through the gate? Mm-hmm. Good boy. Yeah, you are doing the you're doing the dive into the cold pool of water approach. Um, I am so so going through. You go through next with the two Robo Mules, and that leaves Leroy the Jenkins. Yep. Um, am I able to switch on all my uh, recording for sensors to go through the gate? That, that's an excellent feeling. Yeah, sure. You go through. So. Um, and we're about we're about to hit our first break. Um, as you guys step through uh, the gate, normally it's kind no of go bikes. N- indeed, no <laughs> go bikes. Normally it's kind of an instantaneous transit. Oh, good. But as you guys step through, it feels like you're stepping through jelly or uh-huh. like a viscous liquid, and. Um, you still only take that one step in uh, and are immediately out sort of deal, like walking through a doorway, but there's a sort of an extra second of mm. sensation, and then you come out into the desert. Mm-hmm. Everybody make me willpower times three checks. We're all gonna die. No, no. I think we're Would all gonna like go to spend Moxie? That will not help. Shit. To re-roll? Oh, to re-roll. Yes. I may as well. I could do. Um, I no. might as well because I've no. got tons of moxie. I still fail. Oh, oh fuck. buddy. <laughs> my willpower times three is a 30. Am I still taking my minus 10 to that as well? Yeah. I'm yeah. taking so a So it's 20. God. That is brutal. I have not necessarily. It depends on how much stress you take. You got a 33? I did. Which you is take, a critical succeed. Indeed. So you take no stress. Oh, what did you yes. get, Chesney? 68. 68. Brilliant. Uh, which is I a failure, actually. Fail. Yep. Uh, you are both taking two stress. That takes me back up to four? Oh, uh, uh, four? One so is five in total? Yeah, yeah, no, no, three plus, what did I get just now? Two. Two. Oh, yeah, so that takes me five. Um, which question. is fine. So I won't get another trauma until I hit eight. You won't no, get another trauma until I, until I say you take four stress damage from one source. Oh, from one source, okay. Yeah. 
because uh, so you can you can get to your lucidity rating uh, in stress without taking any traumas if you keep taking one stress. So like if you don't he heal stress over a campaign, eventually you'll go insane and everyone like mm. yeah. I mean, sure he was under a lot of pressure, but he seemed fine. <laughs> <laughs> so my, is so lucidity you, loose? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that, that I have twenty. Mm. Good God! Mm. <laughs> Mine's forty. I'm not. I'm not the most mentally. He's got a whole pair of ten because he's got the thrill mm. seeker package. <laughs> yeah. My trauma threshold is at eight. So. Well, you're a like born like you were genetically engineered probably by your parents to be good at enduring. Mm. Uh, I spent all that time as a, as a as an infomorpher. <laughs> And I adapted to stress. You lived on Europa. Uh, and with that, uh, as you guys arrive in the blaring heat uh, of this new world, uh, we are going to take a quick break. Thank you for listening to Insert Quest here. If you're enjoying this episode of Eclipse Phase, we've got plenty more. And we're back! So, you guys arrive in the blistering heat of this world. Seeing as Deep you are the first people on it, do you want to name it? Deeply regret. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna name it that? Yes. If no one else comes up with anything. I mean, I'm coming up with nothing. So I'd also like to point out that it doesn't look like we're the first people here. First humans here. First transhumans here. Uh, so, uh, you have until you return to change the name. But so far, deep, deep regret. Deep regret. Um, I'd like to send up a. Just not the worst name for this part, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to send up a drone. Sure. And uh, turn on breadcrumbs. Cool. Maybe. Because if we're just bumming around uh, yeah. at the moment, turn on we your don't breadcrumbs. Might uh, as well. In, like, does anyone want to make me a protocol check for what are the things we need to do? Good mm. idea. I have no protocol. Oh, you can make a base one. Can Yeah, it'll be base plus his mouth. I don't think protocol is... So, so, so my total would be, including penalties, five. <laughs> <laughs> I got five. Uh, out of, like, a bunch? Ten. Out of ten? <laughs> nice. Twenty-five out of forty-five. You could, I actually you could also probably use profession gatecrashing for this. I would much prefer... Well, oh, I you already succeeded. I didn't... Good to know. I'm rolling heaps. That's a good thing that's a nine. Good. <laughs> so, uh, you send up your... You, did you say recon flyer? The drone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a recon flyer or a recon hopper on your survival belt. Presumably. Not both? No. Okay, well, fly. Well, whatever you don't send up, I'll send out. Well, so, so, okay, so the recon flyer is for places that have atmosphere mm -hmm. and the recon hopper is for places that don't have atmosphere because the flyer uses basically helicopter blades so it yep. needs to have air pressure to interact with. Yep. So presumably you all have flyers because this place has atmosphere. Yep. I'm also 
just going to hover up and yeah, see what exactly. I can see with my... With my uh, so I'd like to borrow your vision. Okay. <laughs> yes, your tech net is on, your breadcrumb positioning is on. Other things that you guys need to do, you need to place your mission recorder either on the Pandora gate or really close to it. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be somewhere that other crasher teams would think to look. Okay. <laughs> um, so you guys can uh, just kind of say where that is in a minute as I describe more of the scene. Um, and then the, the next thing you'll <laughs> want to do is place your radio beacon. Yep. Uh, and then after that, you'll probably want to launch your satnet in a can, and your scout missile, and your mapping missile. And we'll get to those as we as we get to them. Uh, so, uh, flying around and looking through the drone and borrowing each other's eyes, you guys see a garden of various alien succulents and cacti uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, and things <laughs> spreading out around you seemingly to the horizon. You don't see any water features um, as far as you know and you think right on the horizon you can make out some hills but like it's universally around you. Um, are those hills and there's a small gap between them um, in the direction that you'd stepped out of the gate uh, far off into the distance that actually kind of looks like this do you have telescopic vision? vision? Um, probably in your list of implants I don't think I do <clears throat> I know you have enhanced vision yeah I don't have tel telescopic um, let me check. Your survival belt has viewers. You're pretty sure that if you got out your viewers, which are uh, smart binoculars, mm -hmm. you'd probably be able to make out more about that gap. Do you do this? Yes. Cool. So you pull out the viewers and you have a squiz. Uh, and you can see kind of obelisk things uh, marking the edge of that gap. And it looks like these hills either continued around or were built around, either one, whatever. But uh, there is a perfectly straight, even gap with these obelisks working like bookends, holding up the mountains, as it were, or holding them back. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, what I'm getting is Arcadia. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, and, are we, and or this, are we not going mad? And this, uh, <laughs> and beneath you, uh, spreading out from under the gate in about like um, uh, over an area of about fifty meters, are these hexagonal um, tiles that are varying in color between like a bricky orange and a black smoky slate, and sort of the gambit between those two colors. Uh, and these these tiles have been arranged into these curving uh, seven-fingered uh, starfish shapes. Um, so they're spiraling outwards uh, from underneath the gate <laughs> uh, and tapering to points. Oh, good. <laughs> What, what, what are you worried about, man? <laughs> Nothing, that's fine. Everything's fine. Why are you concerned, Juan? No reason. Uh, yeah, so you guys need to place the mission recorder. <clears throat> I'm just going to say right near the gate. 
Makes the most sense. Well, right. what is the gate anchored on? The, go the gate is sitting on this brick okay. tile stuff. Mm. Um, artist formerly known as Bone Dog. Yes. Are you doing anything to calm yourself and keep your uh, distress in check? Yeah, flying. Flying? Yeah, <laughs> flying brings you peace. Uh, Alright, let's make that psychology check. Hmm. Unfortunate. Thankfully, <laughs> uh, I haven't critically failed. Uh, yeah, you. The flying is helping you stay at peace. But that's about it. <laughs> um, unless either of you got better ideas on thinking mission recorder just right near the. Yeah, right near, yeah. Cool. Well, so the mission, the mission recorder is about the size of um, the. of like a notepad. Okay. Uh, so you can just kind of stick it onto something. Okay. Um, um, but the radio booster <laughs> is much larger. Can you stick it to the side of the gate? Yeah, you can stick it onto the gate if you want. Huh. You can just put some grip tape down and go... Oh. Um, what was I going to say? What's their weight? Is, like, is it... Of the mission a, recorder? Yes. Because it's going to have a risk of flying away if the wind picks up. Not if you use grip tape. Cool. We'll do that. Grip tape uses the same adherence properties as geckos. Uh, so yeah. it's it's not coming off unless it wants to come off. Yep. Uh, so you grip tape it onto the Pandora gate. Yep. Next, we've got to set up our uh, radio booster. Uh, you guys are just going to shove it down into the brickwork. I should probably find somewhere that I can actually like dig in, shouldn't I, into the ground? Or? Well, it doesn't need to dig in, it can just sit on. It's just if you're worried about it blowing away. You I mean, just... Is this area like wind sheltered or is it kind of exposed? It is cactusy garden all the way to the horizon. So it's fairly exposed. It's fairly exposed. But yeah. you don't know what the wind is going to be like. So yeah, we don't. So we should, I, so we should anchor We've it. We've got tape, don't we? Yeah, you yeah. can grip tape it to the tile. Yeah. You grip tape everything. Tape it to um, one of the cacti. <laughs> sure. So, no. Done. Right, what are the tiles then? Sure, whatever. So you, so you have this thing. No, dumb and bad. <laughs> Sorry, your radio beacon, not your radio booster. So you take out your radio beacon uh, and you you tape it to, to what? Are we actually... Oh. I don't think the tape is strictly necessary. I don't want to fly away. Look, I'd rather be safe than sorry. <laughs> are you going to grip tape it to a tree or are you going to grip tape it to the ground? So think of it like a double-sided tape. So you put it down on the thing and then you put the other, the thing you want to stick to it on top of it. I mean, will we easily be able to undo the grip tape when it comes time to leave? You guys will be, yes. Cool. Just on the ground? Yeah, fine. Cool. I'm so sorry. you grip tape it down on the ground. You uh, link the. I'm not made of grip tape. Mm. Yeah. You link the mission recorder to the. Like um, have the grip tape dispenser. <laughs> to the radio beacon. Um, next, you guys probably want to set up, uh, launch your mapping missile. Um, do you guys launch your mapping missile? Yeah, might as well. You'd be the best for that. It doesn't act. It can launch itself. Oh well. It's just you guys have to turn it on. It will point itself at the sky. It will detect the, the, it will look at the horizon and then like look at the horizon directly behind it. It'll be like there and it'll launch. Um, it can even walk itself through the gate. Huh. 
That's cool. Uh, um, so yeah, you launch we, the we mapping missile uh, as this hydrogen rocket shoots off into the sky and you track it on your mesh as you prep the next missile to be launched. Um, and yeah, it goes up into the sky. In between 25 and 40 hours, you guys will have a uh, low fidelity uh, map of the entire planet. Mm. Mm, good, good. Um, so it'll be just a little bit uh, after your first day here. <laughs> yep. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, we'll have it in time to leave. Indeed. <laughs> um, next. Do you guys want to get a more detailed? Do you guys want to get a more detailed idea of the area around you? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yes, please. All right, let's launch that scout missile. Do we need to make rolls for that? Nope. These all can, these all have built-in launches. Um, the scout missile is the least sophisticated. It's a disposable tube. You fire it in the direction that you want want hmm. it to go. Um, do you guys want to get an idea of the area directly around you, or do you want it to go in a specific direction? I think just like. Around us. Around us. Yeah. Right. It's going to look at the uh, an area within uh, a five kilometer radius of the launch site. Oh, and we'll cool. have a very detailed map within 20 minutes. Uh, so you uh, you grab the launcher off the mule, you point it up at the sky, and it launches up into the sky. And you see this rocket start shooting up, uh, and then it starts to curve around over you. Um, do you guys want to set up the satnet in a can? The satnet in the can launches 32 small satellites into orbit to monitor the planet and build a mesh. Uh, it can be this mesh can be connected to by anyone with a radio beacon. That sounds handy. Sounds handy, but not vital. It's very important for colonists. You might want to save it so that you don't yeah. have to replace it. Like, if, you, if this is going to be a place you'd never return to... Indeed. No point launching the satnet in a can. Alright, cool. If we need it, we can always launch it later, too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, you guys are just kind of looking around. There's... Just waiting. Weird Not freaking out. Waiting for that scout missile um, to bounce back to I would like to, to go uh, touch one of the cacti, just kind of gently... Sure. Drink it. It's the quenchiest. <laughs> it kind <laughs> of has... A firm but spongy texture, huh. not unlike a shark. I'll give you. Oh. I'll give you an upvote if you eat it. Maybe I'll take some home and eat it. <laughs> I'm not going to eat it um, here. As you depress it, you do notice that it kind of changes colour, similar to when you press onto someone's skin. Yep. Which maybe is not close. normal for cacti. No. Maybe the, maybe these are the of the aliens. I'd like to make a xenozoology check. Go, it's yeah, go for it. I mean, xenozoology and xenobiology are already kind of overlapping fields. As, no, no, I rolled astrobiology. Well, yeah, as as shown by the fact that a in bow. the rule book there is a thing called a planimal. Okay. Cool. Uh, yes, I mean, it's probably just a tree. Good we, to know, good to know. Why don't we uh, put, it, put some through, like, the science machine? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you guys want to take a sample and run it through the mobile lab? Yep. Preferably, preferably, like, not cut off a limb of the plant or something. Like, maybe if there's a smaller set specimen that we can just, like, uproot the whole thing off and then run that through the machine. Rather. Sure. It's not the oh. same plant, but, yeah. Oh, God. You can see what? this little thing that kind of looks like um, an aloe vera bu- uh, plant um, that's about the size of, um, like, your head. 
uh, with kind of a flower or ear of corn, maybe, coming off the top of it. Either one. Uh, and you get out a little shovel and you dig it up and you hand it to Leroy. And what do you say to Leroy as you hand them this plant? Do science. God. <laughs> a please would help. Please. Please do science. I don't do science, so fuck you. I'm the science. Why am I giving it to Leroy? You tell me. I thought Leroy had research. I apologise. I thought Leroy had like some kind of science thing. I, I have fuck all. I thought you had lab tech for some reason. No. Weird. So I literally look at this thing. I'm being hands like, the fuck do you want me to do? No, this? I just gently take that and be like, oh. So, so, uh. Stress, leave me alone. Freddie, you turn on, you unfold the mobile lab, which is very much, um, a, it looks kind of like a, a suitcase desk, uh, and as you hold it, uh, these legs telescope down out of it, uh, and then it kind of starts to lift itself and inflate, and it kind of opens and unfolds a bit into a kind of a workstation. Uh, and you have this entire little succulent in your hands. What do you do? Do you, what do you, what's happening here? What does this look like? Are you just putting the plant hole in and <laughs> seeing what happens? Are you dissecting it? Um, when we uprooted it, did it bring soil with it? Um, there was some uh, dark, um, kind of almost sandy soil. But I'd like to was, test that first. Yeah. Just have the. It's kind of a dark red. Oh, good. Uh, so, what kind? What test are you running? Is this a chemical te- analysis? In which case, make me a chemistry roll. If you don't have chemistry, you can use the lab's chemistry. Chemistry's not a thing, no. Profession, ke- uh, profession chemist, I guess. Oh, they're not. Sorry, academics chemistry. Are you sure you don't mean astrobiology? Because <laughs> no, that's all I've got. You're analysing the dirt. Um, but you can use the uh, lab's um, onboard chemistry. It has a chemistry of 60. I'd like to do that. All right. Ooh, 65. Uh, it tells you that it is dirt. Thanks. It has all of the signs of dirt. <laughs> this is dirt. Um. <laughs> Results have come back. Dirt. <laughs> um, Basic, to... Basically, it ta- it doesn't fa- like it doesn't fail to identify it. It just you d- it doesn't notice anything out of the ordinary. Yep. Um, perhaps a closer analysis would yield something, or yep. if you told it to specifically search for something. Yep. But it, otherwise, it's like, yeah, this is these chemicals in this composition in these molecules. This is dirt. It's, it's, dirt. it's, <laughs> it's, it's Why are you wasting your time? It is a slightly more yeah. sandy and dry dirt. It is um, a desert-based dirt. <laughs> the, presumably the. Dirt is not destroyed in the process. No, excellent. It is not a destructive test. I would be a little concerned if it was, but probably just to clarify, probably had to dissolve it in a solution. But other than Mm. that, I like to presumably clean the area and then uh, insert the plant. You don't even need to clean the area. Presumably, you just hit the refresh button. The refresh button. Yes. The thing disassembles the current specimen container and a new one pops up. Excellent. I do that and I place the new plant in it. So you're just placing the whole plant in there? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to place it and then, you know, go from there to break off little bits. Oh, okay. You're going to enclose it in yeah. the thing. Cool. <laughs> this is plant. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a cactus. Okay, so what are you doing? Uh, yeah, basically... Um... <laughs> the fuck is this? 
<laughs> moment, I guess, just uh, chemical composition. Um, All right, you can make me a... A I'll research? Allow, I'll allow biology. As an astrobiology? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it should really be astrobotany, but whatever. Who plays a botanist? Twig. Hey, I got a one. Nice. So that's a success. <laughs> uh, this is a play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, it's actually got a lot in common to a terrestrial plan, as far as we can tell. You're looking at the cell structure. Um, interestingly, um, while it is most analogous to a plant externally and mostly cellularly, mm-hmm. it has a few cell structures that look a bit more like fungi. Cool. Um, and in fact, you th- it appears to have vestigial organelles that suggest um, eukaryotes, which are kind of planty, animally. One or all of us are going to become a plant. Thingos that they're basically plant cells that can move. What I'm getting is uh, we're going to be strangled by the feed plants. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Um, oh, but you, <laughs> it doesn't seem like those organelles, like that's what the organelles look like mm. to you, but it appears that they've been used to almost network this thing together. Yeah. So like the cells, the cells aren't joined the way that plant cells normally are. They are, it's like they're literally holding on to each other in the <laughs> same way that a, uh, Portuguese man of war jellyfish works. It's actually a colony of jellyfish that uh. can't exist separate from one another. Yeah. Same deal going on here. Interesting. I record these notes, although I am currently recording. Yeah. So, um, while the science is happening, mm-hmm. I, I want to make like a roll. I don't know what it would be. That's fine. probably investigation to uh, look around and see if like there are any signs of this garden being recently tended or. That will be an investigation check. You'll get a plus 20 because you have your vision. So it will be at plus 10 because you have enhanced vision. So we'll round that out to a plus 10 because you have the minus 10 from your work. So that gives me a total of 20. Oh, your investigation ain't great. Oh, I do not have any investigation. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oosh. Ooh. Oosh. That's not too bad. 59. I should investigate. <laughs> I'm busy. Do I have investigation? It'll be around here. Yes, I do. It's at five. Mm. Mm. How about perception? Is it at five? Investigation. Five. Your morph bonus is five. What's your, um, what is its linked aptitude? What is this thing in this column? What's in this column Int- for investigation? Intuition. So wow, it's at 15. There you go. 15. <laughs> Hey, that's better than five. Yeah. Um, can I could I do perception smell instead? Sure, roll perception smell. It <laughs> won't be the same thing that Jeremy was doing, but you might get something. Fifteen. Um, I don't think I've succeeded a single roll this run yet. Look, that'll happen. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Probability, Is unfortunately. This new for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm only critical. So, <laughs> with your you, Jeremy, your uh, your character, uh, the artist formerly known as Bodog, uh, is searching around. Are you flying around or walking? Uh, a bit of both. Like I, like you fly around a bit and pop down. Mm-hmm. Pop down um, if I see something that looks a bit curious, or you can see that little place. countdown going. Uh, you guys get the map results. There's nothing that particularly stands out, mm-hmm. um, but you guys can study the map in depth if you want. Um, but 
this is while you're running your tests because yep. that's going to take like an hour or two. I figured. Um, you're walking about um, at one point. Um, yeah, just not seeing too much. Um, it actually smells kind of wonderful. It's kind of got this smell of uh, of like a beach and kind of this I love that smell. Kind of this dry crisp taste mm. on the wind um, and you can smell kind of these very weak floral notes um, and the you know it's, it's alright mm. nothing stands out nothing um, terrible <laughs> and uh, Tafcab mm-hmm. as you uh, are about to go back in onto the wing again uh, you see movement out of the corner of your eye oh, good. as something grabs you <laughs> by the wing uh, and spins you around and throws you into one of the uh, uh, throws you onto the ground okay. uh, this thing is tall seven or eight feet tall uh, slender and is all arm and legs. It's Slenderman! Uh, yeah. Um, I would describe it more as a alien elf. So, when you say all arms and legs, you, um, figuratively speaking. <laughs> yes, it in fact has arms, legs, and a body. And but, uh, it does have a head. It does in fact have a head. Uh, it's just that its legs and arms are much longer than you would expect from like a human. Yeah. Um, it's like got two meter long legs. Well, it's not that long. I was just saying uh, it is. Its torso seems quite small. It's very thin and lithe. Its arms seem to have multiple elbows. I fucking love multiple elbows. I don't know why. That's so cool. Uh, and it's, it seems to have two, like, talon-like fingers, and then five normal fingers, two of which are thumbs. Uh, um, could I make a free-running roll to sort of, like, hit the ground, gracefully roll, like, and, like, leap up and away from it? it? Remember your minus ten, yep. unfortunately. Uh, I would like to spend Moxie to swap those two numbers. Go for it! To get me a 25 rather than a 52, which would have just failed with my minus 10. Brilliant. Um, hang on, no, 52. No, I would still still pass without swapping, without doing that. Yeah, alright, so let's not swap that Moxie. Yeah, let's not do that then. Because you're going to need Moxie. Yeah. Uh, And like, sort of like leap backwards and up and backwards away from it. And you start to run. Well, I start to like. Well, you start to run and then you go to move into yeah, that flight. Yeah. And as you go to move into that flight, there is another one. Oh, good. In front of you, and it grabs you in the front, and then you can see its face. So, I'm like, hey guys, it's our uh, yeah. You send guys, a, send a mesh. you guys have already got alerts on your mesh. Unfortunately, old mate was flying around wondering about. He's like, <laughs> better, better way away. Who who starts moving towards the artist formerly known as Bone Dog? We should probably both. Yeah. Uh, my research is it's not vital. Look, it's running the test. Yeah. I'm just here overseeing. So yes, I start running towards uh, Bone Dog. 
Good luck sorry. behind the camp. The Bye. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, they're gonna hold down the fort. Oh, good. Thanks. Uh, I've got you back. You can make me a free running check and we'll see how quickly you get Motivation. there. Motivation. Self-preservation. I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool, so how are you going to survive if we both die? Hold up with my SMG, wait till the gate opens, and bye! Yeah, hold up for 40 plus hours. <laughs> I succeed, I got a 42, and mine is... Free running. Uh, yeah, yeah, free running. I got a 42, and my free running is 65. 65, yeah, cool. You can put the result in this... Column. In the total section. I have meant to. I might as well do that now. Yeah, exactly. You can do it as you roll them as Indeed. well. Uh, rather than just go through now. Uh, so you're heading over there uh, as this one grabs you. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're kind of an inky green. It's like a very dark green. Um, their torsos are smooth and flat, almost like pressed flat. Uh, and their heads are kind of uh, sitting recessed on their shoulders. And as it grabs you, its head kind of shoots up a bit and it's kind of got like this hexagonal kind of thing going on at the front and kind of a conical deal up the back and there's like multiple chittering teeth in its mouth uh, as they like reach out at you like fingery claw things like on a spider as it grabs you and it sort of makes this hissing uh, noise in your face and you see all this spittle fly onto you. Um, can I have made a picture-in-picture -picture thing of Bondog's vision? Yeah, 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 that's Although fine. I'm probably going to regret that, but... Because uh, I would like to make a xenolinguistics role on that. Cool, we'll get to that in a yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, make me a willpower times three check. Yay. Remember your minus ten. No. Cool. Oh, buddy. First contact with a hostile alien species. Yep. Is it hostile? It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely hostile. hostile. <laughs> um, that is a three. Cool. Uh, so still not another trauma, thankfully, but that stress is mounting. It is. Um, you are halfway to your lucidity. All right. Well, my lucidity hits 20. Yeah, exactly. You're almost halfway. Oh, Sorry, right. I should have said. Um, <clears throat> all right. In that case, I think Bone Dog's reaction at this point would panic. Uh, and shoot it with his, like, built-in gun. <laughs> cool. What are your built-in guns? <laughs> Not great. Laser pulsar. Cool. Make me that roll. What are you crying about? <laughs> so, that will be a beam weapons roll. Huh? <laughs> it's fine. And the beautiful part is, it can't fray to get out of the way. It has no reason to expect that you have implanted weapons. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> I hit it. Brilliant. So you like angle your body uh, as you're twisting to get free and you strafe it with your torso mounted guns. Your breasts just open. It's very Austin Powers. Austin Makes me think of um, uh, one of the so Digimon. So that's 2d10 damage. Yeah, indeed. So, seven. Nice. Seven's enough. Um, because you're at point blank range, um, I'm going to in fact give you the maximum. Okay. So it's it's 2d10, so it's 20. 20. Uh, so you don't see the lasers. You see the laser pointer aiming things 
sort of go across them and the, just as the laser pointer like um, bathes across it you just see a part of its torso explode outwards behind it <laughs> um, and then you uh, see it kind of fall over and then you hear this howling that turns from like a like a it's like a cat howling and then it like tapers into an angry wind and that thing that you just shot uh, is also making this kind of horrid a squealing noise uh, like two possums fighting in your roof or a pig that's been stuck uh, in its belly down the street from your house uh, and it's just horrible and agonizing as you see the succulents on the ground sort of rupture up through the one that you shot and pull it into the earth oh oh good <laughs> Um, and you look around, and the other one is gone. Hmm. I just killed somebody or somebody's wife. <laughs> we were coming to check up on these things in their garden. <laughs> I'm just picturing so, so to it, it's like, it's picked up a little fucking insect in its garden. It's like... The fucking no thing. insects in my garden, and then just been killed by a fucking laser on the insect. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so yeah, uh, Zeno linguistics. Uh, maybe that roll. I passed. I got a twenty-nine, and it's a sixty. That does not seem like a word or phrase or call yep. so much as a like emotional response yep. kind of a scream. So, yeah. So not it does intelligence behind you'd it. need to observe them for like months in yeah. order to determine wh whether it whether they had a screaming based language, but your gut instinct is <laughs> it's just It's yeah, just angry. It is yelling angrily at the red thing that is come into its fucking domain. Deep regret. <laughs> well, there's, one, there's one less thing that we have to worry about now. Uh, yep. I think we should rename this planet No. <laughs> Put that down. <sighs> or Mr. McGregor's Garden. <laughs> Mr. We are the pie. <laughs> McGregor's God. Garden. I love the cook's face for this reason. Always makes me terrified more than any other game. Oh, why are you so terrified? Uh, um, I don't know, man. Just works for him. Yeah. I catch up to Bone Dog. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you catch up to him. Cool. Um, uh, uh, he's got a few scratches, but not much. Doesn't seem like the things were actively trying to claw through him. They were trying to detain you, maybe. They were just asking you what you were doing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> peppers. I need to see your peppers. <laughs> I don't have any peppers. No peppers. <laughs> he has no peppers. God. Could be a tool. Could have been a tool. Um. So. So this we jumped up. Yep. <laughs> We've got another. I'll say about. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can do this. Where's my D four? 
And I'm just on the mesh like, guys, what did you do? <laughs> I think do? I fucked up. You have oh. another 42 hours here. We've got another at 42 least. hours here. So that's cool. Yeah, I think I think Actually, I it occurs up. to me I probably wanted to roll no, no. 8. You did the right thing. Yeah, sorry, 45 hours. Did You've I? been here for about three. <laughs> I'm glad that it didn't kill you. Mm. I mean, it was either... From where I was sitting, it was either me or it. Exactly. So I just think we mark this... Uh, this gate is hostile and don't return. Hmm. Or <laughs> we, we let the others review that. This is de definitely considered not a good first contact. Yeah. You guys are not a first contact team. No. That's not your specialty. No. But you've, been, you've, you've read enough to know this isn't a good one. No. <laughs> so I say we hang around the gate. And yeah. try not to stray too far. Uh, did you see what the plants did to the one that got shot? I did, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's definitely terrifying. We'll prioritize three checks for both of you. <laughs> and me too, because I'm watching through their eyes. <gasps> no, it's not as bad for you yet. Uh, no, I succeeded. Oh, you I, succeeded! Brilliant! Hey! One stress. Uh, this guy over no, here. I succeeded. No, I got one stress. I didn't hit Generally, if you pass and you are indirect, uh, so like if you're watching through a, uh, a stream and I call for a roll and you pass, no stress. If you're at the scene, like, uh, oh, I just shot a dude, make me walk back there, then there's one Because it's still a stressful thing. Yeah, exactly. And one stress isn't too bad, but it builds. Yeah. <laughs> like you're never going to take a trauma from one stress. My stress is nine. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody have comfort? No, it's no. an implant, isn't it? No, no, no. Comfort, no, a is, a, comfort is a drug mm -hmm. that you can take that reduces incoming stress. It's a good thing to take in advance of stressful situations. This might be a thing you'd like to add to your inventory in, in oh, yes. uh, <laughs> when you get back. Um, All right. So, as you guys walk back to the gate, Leroy. It's your time to shine. Yeah. So you've got to set up base defense. You've got to set up gate defenses. That's yeah. what you heard. So probably want to start with stuff that shoots. Probably want to start with a defense beacon with defense beacons. Defense beacons come in sets of four. They are four rods or stakes about two meters long. You generally pound them into the ground or glue them onto things. Uh, and they have mounted inside of them microwave agonizers uh, and a whole bunch of sensors. You generally stake them in at four points and they form a grid. Anything that is not tagged as friendly that passes into the grid gets fried with the microwave agonizers. Awesome. Um... They, microwave agonizers generally induce pain. Let me get my rather than kill right. things. So we've got the gate. Yeah, we, yeah well, that's we've why we've got, got this. So we'll have yeah, the gate, and we'll do a weird asterisk thing. Yeah. And we've got the spiraling one. Um, I have a two, quick question. Three, four, five, six. Basically, I want seven. to know if there's a chokehold area where no. we can. No, we are in an open so like, area. So if this is the map. At the edges of this room we're in are where the map, where the hills are that you can see. Okay. Yeah, because until it's activated, the gate is just an arch. Yeah, it's a big, huge jungle gym. Yeah. And it's not comfortable to sit, be inside of the Pandora mm -hmm. gate when it's off. 
It's very disconcerting. It's almost like the Pandora Gate doesn't like things being inside of it when it's off, probably because it doesn't want to have to vaporize you when it turns on. Which is terrifying. Look, the disconcerting feeling is for your own safety, yeah. right? It's the Pandora Gate. No, no, Gate. it's terrifying that the Pandora Gate has the pa- what sounds like some sentience. The Pandora Gate's like, no, you don't want to be here. It's going to be a bad time. You might want to go off down just, the road. Just go on a bit. Um, so you have a sense of dread, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> so, so, on a whim, hmm. was the creature's, the alien's blood purple? You what didn't, the see, of light? didn't see blood. Oh, didn't it spurt out? You saw like a bunch of stuff come out the back, but like it's a blur okay, of motion. Stuff? Yes. It looked darkish green. Okay, cool. It's okay, it wasn't what was fucking with the thing, probably. Uh-huh. I don't know. So you probably just want to stake them around. Yeah, because strategically we're fucked. There's no cover, there's no choke points. Well, we can make, isn't that what you're doing? Making cover? Well, it doesn't make cover, but it does make a defense. Defend some tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that you guys have that is probably going to be useful is a biodefense unit, which is a nano hive about the size <clears throat> of an apple uh, that spreads out a cloud of nano machines uh, over a 10 meter area and dissolves all non earth organic material within that field. Although, on the other hand, it did seem to react to you pulling one of its plants out of the ground, so you might also might not want to use that. Yeah. It's up to you. It's mm. a bit of a coin toss. I think we'll hold off on that. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> use that as a you know, worst case scenario. We've got 50 of them coming yeah. at us. Let it loose. That's the nuke. <laughs> you That's a nuclear option. Mutually uh, assured It's not a good nuke. It's gonna, it, it'll it take, takes its time. It'll take like a few minutes to clear oh, that right. space. Especially with this many plants. Like if you're in a jungle, it's going to take like an hour to clear the area. Um, and... And it also, like, just clears it in pretty much a perfect sphere. So, like, if there's a big tree, it's just going to, like, cut out a part of the tree and then the tree's going to fall over. That's so cool, though. I love it. Um, All right. If we manage to subdue some but don't want to take, don't want to technically kill them ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you could either put the stakes around the Pandora Gate or you could put the stakes somewhere else. You could make, like, a fence of them. Yeah. It's normally used to make a pen around a place where you're start setting up a camp. Uh, yeah, I reckon we should camp near the Pandora Gate. Sure. Indeed. Although, it's pretty easy for, it to, for us to be spotted, because I imagine this gate would be a pretty visible structure in that Do you want to go sleep? trudging around? I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I, don't. I, don't. I, don't. I just get super bored. You don't have to sleep, but you can't do the one thing forever. You'll get bored. Yeah. Because, um, like, my thing was just to fly around in circles and keep a watch out for approaching... <laughs> Approaching um, the map that you guys got from your scout missile, by the way, as far as you can tell, the the Pandora Gate is at the dead center. Of course, of everything. <laughs> like they built around the Pandora Gate. Maybe they came from it. Also possible. So probably. I vote staying put rather than wandering oh, yes. around. Yes, I would rather take that risk. Alright, so you put the stakes up around the Pandora Gate. Yeah. Um, how close to the Pandora Gate? So, do you put them like at the edges of the spiral? The spiral's about 50 meters. Well, we need, well we need a... Does, does having it, have, does casting the net wide, as it were, reduce their effectiveness? Or? It shouldn't reduce the effectiveness too much. Uh, uh, 
not at like um not with them at like look it's 55 it's 50 meters in diameter uh so yeah not at like 40 meters from each other they should be fine i put especially it out. if you use your moat grenade to make a mesh around the area as well yeah i i put it out as far as possible as a first line defense because so it, 50 meters then yeah because like most most sentient creatures if they come across something and go ow that hurts nine times out of ten they won't do it again and it depends it depends when the ascension starts tapering off into sapiens yeah <laughs> yeah like what would what would a group of gate crashes do <laughs> hey that hurt me does it hurt you <laughs> <laughs> did you bring a seeker launcher <laughs> <laughs> it hurt me shoot it <laughs> destroy oh, it oh uh, so you place those stakes these guys come back um they see you placing the stakes do you guys want to have a chat do you guys want to be tagged as friendly yeah, yes, nice. <laughs> You'll have three seconds to comply. Uh, we'll get picked up <laughs> by snipers. <laughs> so this is definitely hostile. <laughs> we'll give that away. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking out more and I'm not the stress and draw. Uh-huh. It's okay. We've just got 41 it's hours. It's fine. This is fine. Uh, yeah, no, probably 40, 45. It was 42 last time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, I realised that, that you had not already been here for six hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair point. You've been here at most three. Okay. So yeah, 45. We're about 45 have, hours. Have you finished cool. your analysis? Do we you have... The mobile lab goes dead. <laughs> do we have any, like, portable shelters or things we can set you up? You do. You have a mobile base. Um, and you also have an emergency shelter dome. Mm-hmm. Shelter dome. So the mobile base is kind of like a, um, kind of like a flat-packed um, solid structure, if I remember correctly. The shelter dome is like an inflated tent. It is an the emergency solid one. Shelter. Yeah, I vote yeah. Solid because things, these things are big and cool. have claws. So you guys start setting up the mobile the mobile base. Is somebody like on defense while yeah, the other me. two are like building the thing? Uh, uh, yeah, what about me? Who can who can fly and has guns built in? Yeah, <laughs> good point. Inbuilt guns. Cool. Good so point. you two are setting up the mobile base. I'll fly around and like keep an eye out. Um, make any rolls to that? Do you guys? Or? Nah. Perception checks. Plus, we'll put it at plus ten. Is that including the stress penalty? Yeah. So perception is plus 20 because you've got the vision and then minus uh no i fail i'm not i'm rolling high which in any other game would be really good look in this game it can be really good especially if you're doing like an opposed test because you generally Mm. want to get as high as you can without going over your you want want to price as right it (laughs) you want a black jacket uh yeah actually price is right is probably a better analogy um do you guys use your moat grenade so moat grenade covers the area in basically breadcrumb positioning um things except they also have cameras on them i would also um use my chameleon skin to make myself look like this guy yeah. Do you want to make a infiltration check, or are you just going to trust? Um, I mean, I may if it making the infiltration check would include like I make sure not to fly directly in front of the sun, so that my shadow is on the ground. Mm. Is there like a sun? Yeah, I, sure, I hey. pointed that out. I, 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 I rolled a nine. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I do that. 
Uh, yeah, so you don't make yes any... Yes to the breadcrumb camera thingies. Cool. Moat so you, grenade? Yeah, so you throw the moat grenade up in the air, and it spreads this metallic dust over the 500 <laughs> metre area. So now you've got cameras all the fuck around you. Excellent. Can I set one of them up to identify something that looks similar to the You things? would need to have tracking software. Not oh. even programming or anything like that to you try could, and... You are welcome to try and program a tracking software on the go. What's your programming? 60. 60's not too bad. You can do this. You know how programming so how it oh, works. I've got, I've got 38. 38? I've nice. got programming. Um, he already succeeded, so he probably don't need to roll. He can now... So, you should put down in your inventory that you have, um, tracking software. Um, because you will have that for a, a while now. I'm not gonna... I don't want you to have to roll that next time. In equipment. Oh, no? That's no. implants. Um, oh, equipment must be on the back of that page. There you go. Just put it there. Man, from the assistant on my tracking one, on my programming one. Indeed, then you guys would have already had it as well. Uh, so yeah, you have tracking software. You input the silhouettes that you had from as, the, as much information as I can. Yep, from the mesh, um, and you yeah, you set up all of the cameras around to be actively looking for this thing. Um, the day wears on. Uh, I would like to give them a name. I just think that's important. The fuck it. <laughs> Something I was going plant-based terror. I mean, I think we can come up with something a little better, but I mean, they they appear to be gardeners. How gardeners? The gardeners of men. You could just call them gardeners. <laughs> but I like the phrase gardener. They're fine. Yeah, but you don't want to. You don't want to in the heat of battle when you need to indicate to someone where no, they are. Gardeners of men. You can be like. It's Gum. It's one syllable. Gum. Gum. And then it was like, the fuck is a gum? What do All you right. mean? And then we are killed. All right. The they're called the gum. Let me put that on no, here. No, you're not. I no, they're gum. No, I'm told. First, well, look. If you come up with a better name, you can submit it to the uh, astrobiology, <laughs> astro, astrological, xenoling, xeno. Well, we have no society. No, the gardening men. Look, I just like the phrase, okay? Come up with something better. Okay, fine. Gardeners. How about that? Oh, gardeners. Gardeners of cacti. Gardeners of succulents. The gock. <laughs> Goss. Who doesn't gardeners love a, of Who uh, doesn't love a big beefy gock? A thick gock. Oh, you have to. <laughs> the sun begins to set. Yep. And as the sun sets, you guys start to notice the clouds getting thicker. Mm, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll make my I would like to camouflage react to that. Um, yeah, you camouflage um, that all the time. Okay, cool. So, should we prepare for rain just in case? Yeah. Probably. I'm going to see if it smells like rain. Ah, that's a good use it of is. smell. And I'm going to as well because I've got Great uh, Uncle Bulgaria over here. I have a, I have a chemical sniffer. Yep. Like, would that help? <laughs> yes, actually. You can make a perception check. Fuck no. Yes, I succeed. Um, cool. <laughs> it's like, too, too busy smells like me. <laughs> um, I was like, are you... I don't um, know enough about it. It smells a little bit like rain. We should prepare for rain, just in case. Yeah. I'm waterproof, aren't I? You're all waterproof, cool. basically. These two are in spacesuits. Mm. You know are if it's also gonna be... in a spacesuit? <laughs> we don't know if it's going to be... 
acid rain. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be H2O or... You have no reason to suspect acid rain. No, but we, no we, we have reason to suspect that it's not going to be H2O rain. So... You guys settle into your little house uh, on the edge of the of the borderlands. I don't enough to kill my bottom, and then I'm going to go back up to patrol. <laughs> cool. Um, I still think that you and I should take turns sleeping because we don't have to sleep yeah. four hours, isn't well, it? Well, I've got hibernation, yeah. so I probably don't need to sleep. Do you have hibernation? Yeah. Do you have circadian <laughs> regulation? Um, no, hibernation means know. you can sleep for up to six I months. I don't know. <laughs> did we write that down? We should have. I think we wrote down all your implants, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. Oh, you entered them in. Even better. Um, hibernation. Now I'll get my original ones here all right. if I missed it. So hibernation doesn't mean that you can go without sleep. It just means that you can sleep for extended period periods of time. Circadian regulation. Fuck <laughs> like this, I'm sleeping. Circa- <laughs> so it's it's for like the Jenkins was designed to survive on a spaceship um, with uh, few resources, right? Um, so hibernation is oh shit, we're running low on oxygen. Go into hibernation so we're using less. Um, Circadian regulation though lets you like go uh, like a week without sleeping, but then you have to sleep for like 48 hours. That makes more sense. But as transhumans with basic biomods, I think it is? Yeah, basic biomods. You sleep four hours. Yeah, most transhumans sleep between six and eight hours, Mm. but like the bare minimum, much like the bare minimum is considered eight Mm. now. Yeah. First time but also, that. isn't it uh, like we can stay awake longer as well? Yeah, you can, but it's, st- it's still it's still, it's still not great. Yep. Um, it's at this point that you guys are starting to get a sense of how long the days are on this world. Oh, good. Um, as you're getting I'm some data fed back to you from yeah. the um, mapping missile, uh, you realise that the days here are 21 hours... Uh, and 15 minutes. Now, when you say days, do you mean the sunlight or the whole cycle? The day-night cycle. So it takes 21 hours, 21 hours and 15 minutes for this planet to rotate on its axis once. Yep. Cool. Cool. Okay, so I'll have to live out more than the two or three nights that we normally would have. You'll have to live like two and a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. But nightfall for us wasn't too bad. Well, I mean, it's about nightfall now, um, so you're seeing the sun set, it drops below the hills. How many moons? Uh, you don't see any moons because you don't see the stars because of the thick cloud cover that has spread over. Uh, uh, and as it spreads over and the light starts to dim... Um, actually... Do you two that are organic have dinner? Oh, I suppose we should. Yeah. We've got some rations. There's some nifty cacti you can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You also have makers, so you could just have them fabricate you a meal as well, rather than just eating rations. Mm. Oh, also, sorry, I would have suggested... I got ambushed before I could say that you should probably replant the plant. After you finished with your science, <laughs> um, <laughs> think you'll pass that problem. Yeah. Um, Damage. Well, the thing. The thing done. is, I want to take parts of it off, mm. and I don't know. Um, but with our um, 
probably not so much doable now, but with the thing that we shot up above the clouds, does that get an idea of the stars and locations that be? So someone uh, back one, home can be like, oh, yep, yep, once this the, is that constellation. Once the mapping satellite has finished um, mapping the planet, because that's more important to you than the star position, it will then turn its cameras externally. Cool. Because it's not useful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't help you to know where in the galaxy you are. Indeed. It's like, oh, look, curious. we're approximately 30 light years from Earth. It's like, <laughs> cool. That cool. means in 30 years we'll be able to detect. No, 20 years we'll be able to detect signals from the fall. <laughs> Except that we're probably outside the range of any transmissions. Um, we have some rations. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because there's no point using the Faber when we don't need to. The maker. Yeah, Yeah. Replicator. <laughs> cool. Uh, and I think we're going to take our second break. Sounds good. So we'll be back in a moment. Thank you for listening to Insert Quest here. If you're enjoying this episode, leave us a comment. Alright, and we're back. So, uh, night falls, and you guys are eating your rations, and somebody's circling around up in the sky. Oh, cool, motherfucker. <laughs> are you two gonna sleep? Shift sleep. Yeah. Who's taking the first shift to sleep? Oh, okay. I guess I probably should because I didn't go running to aid. <laughs> yeah, so the person that's more exhausted is gonna stay up later? That's a good point, actually. No, Shouldn't no. you sleep yeah. first? No, yeah. I thought that's what we were just saying. Who takes the first shift? I asked who was sleeping no. first. Oh, okay. We're, we're on the trolley now. I'm yeah. sleeping first. Night, guys. Right. Right. Yeah, you sleep first. So, uh, you're circling around above, mm -hmm. uh, and Leroy is sitting on the veranda <laughs> that doesn't exist of yeah, the, the patio. Yeah. <laughs> With the rocking chair and the shotgun that don't exist. <laughs> yeah, so you're s sitting out in the front on a folding camping chair. Uh, or on the back of one of the robo-mules, I guess. Do, do, that is kneeled down with your, with your SMG in hand. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, the evening's getting on and there's, there's heavy clouds in the sky and... No stars poking through and... What's it smell like? Did you say no stars? It, it smells like... It, it smells like dark nightness. <laughs> well, you rolled a 22, which is a critical success on Indeed. your perception roll, so... Indeed. Um... What do your elven nose nostrils? <laughs> there we go. Got that. Worth noting that in order to make the smell check, you probably had to take off your suit. Which doesn't, like, really matter too much. Um, Except for the poison gas. <laughs> well, most of it, because of the way that transhuman immune systems and stuff are set up, the worst thing that's going to happen is you'll get a like my a, a mild allergic reaction, like hay fever. Ah, like quarians. Uh huh. Except quarians no, 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 would no. die. Quarians would die. It's the opposite. The worst that would happen is you'd get hay fever. Like you, none of the diseases on here are going to affect you on this planet are likely to affect you. It'd be like a one in a trillion chance of anything be, uh, any of the organisms being hazardous to you. 
Um, Good to know for future runs. <laughs> <laughs> it's really only things that are actively hostile to you that are a problem. Um, or, you know, that one trillionth chance. Um, How many times do those crawl up in RPGs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty much all that all the way down. Um, yeah, it, it, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, you think you smell kind of a... Um, something almost like a... Like a like maple syrup, or 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 uh, or like warm cotton candy, um, wafting on the wind. Fascinating. Uh, and then you 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 start to see things moving on the ground. And on the plants, and you see this in the sky, you see all of these little kind of, they're not luminous, but like they're little reflective materials. And they're crawling all over this entire garden underneath you. As the clouds start to thin out and the starlight starts to shine through, and then uh, the moon uh, starts to uh, shine through. Uh, and it's kind of a um, reddish moon. Uh, and you see this kind of red light just hit these little reflective surfaces. And it just backscatters up towards you. And it doesn't like blind you or anything, but it, like you see all these like shooting red lights uh, coming up. The shooting rays. <laughs> um, it's actually quite beautiful, but uh, you do realize that you are surrounded by like millions of little things, whatever they are. Should have rolled a fine throw. <laughs> God. <laughs> Look, it's not too late to build one if you've got hardware armor. Hardware? No. Oh, I can build a motorbike. I was about to say, <laughs> uh, I can download the. I can build a robot. <laughs> I was going to say download the schematics, but we're nowhere near yeah. that. <laughs> you, you'd basically be, uh, we'd be doing an odds or even rolls to see if that's in your solar archive. Um, can I I'm going to go out on a limb and say Sorry. No. Can I build a robot? A defense robot? Um, you could if you had the parts. A, a Robbie the robot? You could modify your servitor bot that you guys have. Um, so the servitor bot is uh, packed away on one of the robo mules, but it's like t- for assisting with lab work and stuff, mm. or like being a butler. Mm. Um, but you could definitely fucking strap yeah. someone's gun onto it if you wanted. Um, but if when you're you doing, <laughs> you look at it, and you're like, "Eh, this is going to be too much work." <laughs> you use smart linked guns, and you can fire them without having to be touching the trigger. Mm-hmm. For example, I could have one on a table that's like a meter away and still cause it to trigger, right? Yeah, but so it's probably that... going to get one shot off because of recoil. Yeah. It'll <laughs> then be pointed in a different direction. Way. Yeah, fair point. Because I was going to say, like, could you strap it to, like, a servo and then that's how you fire it? Yeah, it'd be very easy to make gun traps nice. in a Kutsuiz if you had smart link. So you could just, like, tape guns to door frames and then put, like, a fucking laser thing that's like, if the line breaks, pull the trigger. It's pretty simple coding logic. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it'll just be like, oh, the trigger's been broken. The line's been broken. Just empty magazine. 
Goodbye, nice, nice timber floors. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we swapped. Do you guys do anything about these weird things? Um, Park yeah. on the stick. I'm going to continue to watch them, make sure they don't try and like encroach in on our position more. If they do, I'll wake him up via air horns piped directly into his brain. <laughs> As you're you're watching them, you do start to notice patterns forming in their movements. Like, they seem to be... um, It's kind of like looking at... um, hmm. It's kind of like looking at a map of air currents... Uh, laid over a planet in like uh, in different colors uh, you're seeing these different swirling movements like whole groups of these little critters are moving in concert across this garden and there there's some kind of pattern to it but like each cluster is moving in a different pattern and it's hard for you to see the whole which would probably show you uh, show you more of what they were doing uh, because you're kind of getting drawn in to the individual sections and movements. Um, yeah. They're communicating by light. Yeah. I'm going to poke it with a stick. <laughs> you, you, you walk out towards one and you poke it. Oh. <laughs> How big are the individual critters? They are about the size of a hand. Okay. Large. That is a lot larger than I am. It's a actually up close, it kind of looks like a spider mantis mm. thing. Cool. The one that you're looking at. It's a terrifying image. Uh, and you you poke it and it sort of flutter, flickers and then scru- scurries away. Could I capture one in a specimen container? Go for it. Make me a... Make I, me I an love un- it, but I'm also... Make me an unarmed like combat idea. check. Unarmed combat. Where are you? Look, I'm not going to say that if you get yeah. some, I'm setting you on fire. Your sum is 20. Yeah, in total. Nope. Yeah, you, you kind of catch <laughs> one and it skitters away. <laughs> <laughs> you see some other ones that kind of look like scaly worm things, uh, almost like beetle worms. They've even got heads that are kind of like Hercules beetles, um, but they're long and juicy. Uh, but they all have these kind of reflective uh, carapace hmm. to them. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. And honestly. And it's at this point that your muse gently uh, urges you to wake up. I, I gently wake up. Cool. Immediately check my surroundings, fearing for the worst. Yeah, I come in like, go catch me one of those weird bug things. <laughs> those weird bug things. Millions of them. Yeah, you step outside, and at first you don't quite see it because you're coming from. I the... just see all the red. Well, no, 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 you don't even picture see. Picture in picture of my view from the sky. You don't see that. You come out into the thing, and you just see uh, a slightly more illuminated mm-hmm. area because these guys' vision has been adapted to, as, a, uh, as adjusted yeah. to the night. So the light is much brighter. As you're stepping out from the uh, mobile uh, base, and you're just like, yep, 
it's a well lit Martian night is kind of the yeah. color. Um, and then your eyes start to adjust and you start to see like these little shining reflective beacons of light. Um, Leroy, what are you doing? I'm going to sleep. Yeah, you go inside go to sleep. <laughs> Uh, how easy does Leroy find it to get to sleep? Very easy. Brilliant. You don't need to do anything to get to sleep. You just lie down and then no, you're out. Wrap my tail around, go to sleep. Cool. You lie down and you are out like a light. Good luck. Meanwhile. Wake me up if I'm dead. <laughs> meanwhile, in space. <laughs> um, I will try and catch one with a. Maybe that unarmed combat check. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so some. I mean, below 30. Indeed. Oh, no. 46. 46. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think of other ways I could, but I can't justify anything. I can't think of any other skill roll, but I can think of other ways to catch it that don't that mean you don't have to make a skill roll. But that, I'm not gonna, it's up to you. Do you have profession gatherer of insects? <laughs> profession? No. Do you have interest bug catching? Academics xenozoology? Uh, mm, it'd be more like profession... Pers persuasion, come on. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be more like profession lab you tech. You want to get in that. <laughs> or animal handling, maybe. Yeah, that might Hi. Succeed on a trivia roll. <laughs> <laughs> succeed on a trivia roll. Okay. Something useful. Something useful. Trivia about this. Something useful. Oh! Did you know that in many uh, space habitats, uh, orbiting habitats and things like that, they use uh, specially engineered gardening insects to manage... Uh, the plant installations and things like that. <laughs> For example, rather than having like the uh, all the different insect niches in a ecosystem uh, filled by all these different insects, they have one insect that does them all. So they have insects that one insect that takes away all the wood, disposes all the waste, trims the leaves, and things like that. Could <laughs> um, be that. Well, I mean, there's more than one insect type here, but it could be that these are engineered. Yeah. Considering how uh, how of purposefully placed everything seems to be, maybe these bugs are too. We ruined the whole planet's fun try. <laughs> I'm sure it'll get it back. Maybe. Probably not, but they were hostile. That's true. <laughs> Came right at me. He <laughs> was coming right for me. Lunged wildly at the boat. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, they're doing some good farming. I mean... You know, from a farming perspective... Aesthetically, it's very, it's a very yeah. pleasing place. Yeah. yeah, you guys are having this chat about the... Aesthetics of... About the aesthetics of, of, the, of the planet, you know? If it wasn't for the... For the terrifying... Groundskeeper. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who's... Mr. Who, McGregor. Whose wife I've murdered in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> You are a monster. It's true. Make me a perception check. <laughs> Can I? Nope. Not relevant to you. <laughs> I got a critical success. 
Excellent. It's about time. There's something flying towards you just on the edge of your blind spot. <laughs> as in behind you. You hmm. can just see its winged movements. Okay, cool. Um, I'll make a flight roll just to sort of like dart out of the way. Um, oh, it's wow. in such a way that it'll go like, like that it'll just sort of... Yeah, you kind of pull to the one side so that it flies past you. It definitely, but, but, but I leave it's enough time so it can't like just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it. waiting till the last minute. Yeah. I succeed. Brilliant. It shoots past you, and you see this large, kind of almost the size of a ripwing, which is a type of morph, mm-hmm. uh, which is, looks like a pterodactyl gargoyle. Mm-hmm. Um, this huge thing. Uh, with these massive, incredibly thin, like paper thin wings, uh, like bat wings coming off of it, uh, and these uh, and the these long two kind of tapering to a point tail uh, tail things running off the back of it. Uh, they're running parallel to one another, uh, and kind of this conical head and a short torso and oh my god it's the thing that attacked you before except now it's got wings <laughs> and, no, and, and no legs its legs have turned into tails oh. <laughs> it's adapted that's terrifying uh, <laughs> and as it shoots past you you see it like fold its wings in uh, and start to fall out of the air and twist and then it like shoots its wings out and flaps them uh, <laughs> and s- sort of turns around and starts coming know, back towards you. This seems rather clumsy to me. <laughs> it is a risky manoeuvre. Alright, while well, it is uh, presenting itself as a nice target mm-hmm. as it is like flapping around and trying to rega- rebalance itself mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> Ooh, go for it. <laughs> make me that uh, make me that uh, beam weapons check, and it is going to be making a fray at half. <gasps> I hope you succeeded. I did not it succeed. Failed. Oh, I also failed. Brilliant. You got a critical fail though. Hey, I did. Got I got fifty-five. So I might uh, moxie that to make it not a critical fail, or can you re-roll it? Or to re-roll it? To moxie to re-roll? No. So in that instance, he'd have to spend two moxie. He'd have to downgrade it to a regular failure, and yep. then spend another okay. to re-roll. I don't have that much moxie, so yeah. I'll just. Downgrade it for regular failure. Alright, your laser shoots past it. Um, and, well, you assume your laser shoots past it because it doesn't seem to make any reaction. Um, you can't re- you don't, you can't see the laser. Mm-hmm. Um, although you've got enhanced vision, so you can probably see, vaguely see the laser. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it shoots wide of one of its wings, uh, a bit above it. Um, and it kind of like buffets around uh, and goes wide uh, trying to circle around to you um, it's at this point uh, Freddy that you get an alert from the TACnet telling you that your compatriot is under attack and has returned fire um, I will go immediately wake up Leroy how do you wake up Leroy? shoulder, shake Wake up, we're under attack. How heavy a sleeper is Leroy? Well, put it this way, the towel comes out, slap! Fuck off! And then you roll over. We are under attack! It's a very Kim reaction. It's like, Fix it yourself! I'm a dick. You could shake them again. I will. I'll shout and 
shake. You're being shouted at and someone's shaking you. And then you remember that you're on a gate crashing operation? So you should probably wake up by this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're under, well, no, we are under attack. You fall out of bed as you hear someone say something about an attack. And it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, is there any guns that you have nearby? Just she has her submachine gun. Yeah, I've got I'm not gonna take your specific Presumably gun. you have a gun. Uh, sure. I also bite. Your Explorer kit comes with a microwave agonizer. Then I've got one of them. That's in a handheld form, right? It's a rifle. Excellent. I love rifles. I'm going to be terrible at shooting it, but yeah, I feel big. safer. It is, in fact, a beam weapon. Uh, oh. mm. Yep, okay. Coordination of 15. Yep. But gonna... more bonus of 5. I mean, still shit. I mean, <laughs> plus side, all beam weapons have uh, have uh, smart link by huh. default. So, I mean, you are actually at 25. Oh, huh. cool. Which means we probably should have been adding a plus 10 to your thing. But I only just remembered it. I apologize. I think we already added that in, didn't we? No. I... No, we didn't. I apologize. Beam weapons all have smart link, so you should have a plus 10. Um, other, other bonus, basically. Yeah. Um, Which case I still would have missed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty terrible, but I will feel safer. And cool. then, you know, I grab that and head out. <laughs> Leroy runs out with barely their spacesuit on, presumably. The crash suit pulling up around their waist. <laughs> the crash suit pulling itself up yeah. around your waist. Say, yeah. uh, meanwhile, in the air, mm -hmm. uh, I send a message over the mesh to Tafcab, uh, saying, um, "Fret not, help is on the way." You fret more. Smiley face. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, as this thing starts to uh, circle around closer to you, are you hovering? Um, I probably would have started hovering, so I would have got to get a better aim at it. All right. Uh, yeah. So it uh, is circling around as you're like tracking it, uh, and it is seemingly coming in for uh, the tackle, the aerial tackle. Mm -hmm. Hmm. To kill. <laughs> I'm like, what's your speed, by the way? Uh, in, in flight, I have... No, 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 speed. Speed. Uh, mental speed. Me uh, speed is two, actually. Sorry, yeah. one. 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 I was gonna say. I think he has Neurochem, but... Yeah, yeah that's right, because I have Neurochem. If you turn that on, mm -hmm. your speed will increase. Which means you can have two attacks. Alright, I'll turn it on. Cool. So that means I can, like, shoot and then dart out of the way, or...? Um, so for every, so now that you have speed on, mm -hmm. the combat will go as such. It is going to attempt to uh, attack you. Mm -hmm. uh, would you like to defend yourself? Yes, I would like to defend myself. Make me a fray check. Fray. This is a melee attack, so you get fray at full. You need to beat one. <laughs> so you need to get higher than a one while still getting under your uh, skill. I do not. <laughs> Hang on. I got... So I need to get higher than one, you said. You need to get higher than a one, but under your skill. I got 28, which is good, actually. Cool. So you succeed. You beat its roll, uh, while also not failing your own. Mm -hmm. As it dives towards you, uh, 
it uh, uh, you dance out of the way on the currents of the wind uh, and it starts to I'm the superior being and it starts to circle around <laughs> okay, Mr. Ultimate uh, what do you do in your turn? Uh, I'm going to try and take advantage of it being in relatively close proximity having just attacked me to try and you know, get a nice point blank laser wow. blasting off once or twice cool <laughs> go for it miss it uh, so that concludes speed one of this combat it does not have speed two do you have speed two I do have speed two what do you do in your turn um as it flaps away from you as it flaps away from me uh well it's it's already putting distance between us presumably to make another to have another run at me mm-hmm. um I'll take another shot as it's leaving, I suppose. And just, like, just flip around more stationarily. A 60-something. 61. Um, You need to get under 40, don't you? Uh, Yeah. So I will... You spend a moxie to make... to Turn it into a 6. Make sure to track how much moxie you spent. That is my second of 2 moxie. Oh, you better find some motivations to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, roll damage. Uh, ten. Oh, ten is good. Uh, actually, better to mark that on this side. Uh, as you shoot, uh, shoot it. Um, um, sorry, maybe I should have specified this, but it's okay to be. If it's still, I was tr- going to try and aim, I forgot to specify. I was going to try and aim for its wings. You would have taken an aim penalty. Okay, in that case, just forget. It. I'll just shoot for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you uh, shoot uh, for its wing, uh, but it. Uh, you, your aim is a bit off and you hit its torso it's at this point that you see that its torso seems to be covered uh, it seems to be different to the way it was before it's covered in like this angular resin mm-hmm. uh, almost like it's coated itself in something and then it's like solidified around it uh, and it's at this point that you notice it's more of a deep smoky black than the dark inky green that it was before Mm -hmm. as little distinction as there are between those two colors um and then it sort of turns towards you and you see it kind of open its mouth wide uh and stick out this long uh triple tipped tongue I think like a forked tongue, but with a three. Yeah. Uh, and it sticks it out towards you and they call it sort of flicker at you. And then it just drops out of the sky and you see it disappear uh, into the swarm of bugs crawling over the garden. Hmm. Uh, as you guys get closer uh, to... Uh, the artist formerly known as Bone Dog. You can see him flying in the sky, uh, and you can see your Tacnet overlaying his laser strikes, and then you see this shape that he's outlined in the Tacnet fall out of the sky. Um, not relevant now. 
potentially. Uh, but am I, with SmartLink, able to use, like he's set up the layout to get my, sort of like an auto-aim assist thing? You don't get an aim start. assist, but if you were, if there was an object between you and your gun was capable of penetrating that object, you would be able to use his aim to take no penalty yeah. to shoot at the target yeah. on the other side. Um, am I able to shoot it as it's falling, or do I... Not get there in time. Make me make me a beam weapons check. There is a margin of success needed on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Margin of success on 15. 15, <laughs> 15 morph bonus five, so twenty plus the ten from. Fifth. Hang on, your my, your oh yeah, so 15. twenty yeah. plus ten from smart link, so yeah. thirty. Mm-hmm. Um. So the way the margin of success works is that you need to get a... (laughs) No. So... I could actually spend my moxie to turn that around. Still worth explaining. The way that margin of success works is that there are... uh, For every... You you need to get as close to your skill number as you can with margin of success. Yes. So if you get a 1 out of 30... Um, then you're probably well. not passing the margin of success, which yep. could be like it could be ten, it could be twenty, it could be forty. Yeah. Um. Who'd send a moxie to make that nineteen and a pass? Do it. Shoot it. Eliminate it. That's all I got. Do it. Uh, all, all the. Uh, do it. <laughs> do it. I, I don't know the word, but yes, I do. Peer pressure. You <laughs> change it to a what? Uh, nineteen. A 19, Mm -hmm. alright. You fire at it and roll me half damage. One second, that's 2d10, isn't it? Yep, so roll me 1d10. Or roll me 2d10 and divide the number by 2, whichever you prefer. The second one, so... (laughs) 2. Cool. I got a 1 and a 3. Worth a moxie. Uh, you know it. Re-roll damage. Oh, no, 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 no. I was like, no, like, like in, the whole process was worth a moxie. <laughs> Two damage cost me a moxie. Still, you hit it. I do. You never know when things are left on one health. Yeah, true. Uh, so you fire your uh, microwave agonizer at it, which doesn't actually do damage. Oh, right. Uh, inflicts pain. Although, you have it, let's say you have it on the roaster setting. Yeah. Uh, so it does do damage, but it doesn't do a lot. Leroy was using it to cook some beans. I'm going to explain why I only did two damage. Uh, so you try to hold it steady on it as it's falling through the sky, but it's just falling so quickly. Um, yeah. Uh... And now you're staring up at Leroy, at, uh, at the artist formerly known as. That's cool. They can adapt and fly and it's Yeah, that's different. very cool. It's very cool. I'll make sure to keep that in mind. I mean, it's real nifty. It is, actually. It's a marvellous specimen of evolution. You woke me up for this. I did. It could have been much worse. And probably still is much worse. Keep on your toes. You should probably get down here. Yeah. Mm. I like flying. Fine. I'll also- Do you like... Surviving? Yeah, I'll land. Alright. You land. Mm-hmm. We hang by the not tent. Do you head back to. We don't go inside, presume. I don't. I don't know. Actually, no, I won't land. I'll just like come like real yep. low. And you guys head back to the mobile oh, base? Yeah. Back to the gate? Right. I didn't realize that we were going super far out. 
He's gone some yep. way out. Yep. Probably still would have been still within the... Oh, no. no. That's only 50 metres. You were way outside <laughs> of 50 metres. Okay. You went wandering. No, I didn't. He didn't go wandering, but it's like you probably would have been flying between 50 and 200 metres away in order to <laughs> make the circles and everything that you were aiming for. Unless you were doing just your on your rotors rather than your wings, but I thought your wings were more efficient. Yeah. Uh, the TAF, uh, TAF cabs um, personal preferences for wings um, and then you come back to the homestead as it were uh-huh. and you wait out the night nervously expecting this thing to come again uh-huh, uh-huh. and then the sun rises good good uh, and as the sun rises you see kind of a um I'd like to play chess to pass the time. Three person chess. <laughs> Against your muse? Three person chess exists. Huh. <laughs> well if you're going to sleep, just you and I then. Just do it in the It's black, white and red normally. Huh. If if Leroy's sleeping, you and I are playing chess. Alright. Uh as you're watching the uh horizon uh where the sun is rising. Uh, you see the hills at the edge of the garden kind of shine and glisten mm-hmm. uh, with... It's not gold. Something. Um, do you take a look through the view? Zoom in. Yeah. Enhance! Um, it looks like it's either ice or mirrors. Ice. <laughs> yeah, the ice is slippery, eh? Ices. Yeah, yeah, the ice is... Ices. Uh, Welcome oh. to Insert Quest here, where we quote vines at each other. Back at it again in Krispy Kreme. Ah. Yeah. Anyway. Karma, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have farming floss. Yeah. Hey, he likes farming. Oh, hmm. There could have been an opportunity to get some moxie back here. I've mentioned farming before. Yeah, but you are the one that has to push for your motivations. It's not my job. I'm not that yeah. trust. I mean, I probably should be. I have no moxie now, but... Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, probably to... Just, how long have we been here? You have now been here for, like, 22 hours. <laughs> you have 26 left to so go. almost halfway there. Mm-hmm. You're almost halfway there, but you are, in fact, more than halfway through the run. So, we're going to abstract some stuff here. Sounds good. What do you guys spend the next day cycle doing? Uh, the next daylight hours. Very nervously continuing my research on the, the plant that I removed. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it could potentially be, you know, drawing their attention to us, but whatever. Um, I was leaving my notes saying, I was going to put it back. (laughs) So are you specifically investigating whether it can somehow signal to them? I wasn't, but now that you mentioned that... Well, you said it could be drawing... That was a meta standpoint. Well, Um, how meta is it? Fair. Um, You know what? Sure. Um, Clip off part of the leaf. Uh, quill bit from it. Well, this um, is shaped kind of like aloe vera, so it's got like frond. That's right, it's not the cactus one. Break off a leaf. Frond. Frond, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and observe them both under... Actually, they might be called tongues, but anyway, go on. Creepy. Very. Um, yeah, and observe them and see if they're still... Alright, make me a biology check. Or do you have ecology? I do not. I have a astrobiology. Astrobiology works. Or a xenozoology. Either one. Make your choice. I mean, You'll get different results based on which one you pick. Is it considered is it considered poor gate crashing form to just like blow everything up as you're leaving out of spite for a planet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's considered poor form. Uh, I'm gonna go That would not do well for your ecologist threat. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a fan of destroying environments out of spite. Uh, I do not succeed. Cool. Oh that was astrobiology, but it's much of a muchness. Uh yeah. You're, you spend the day trying to work out if it communicates and you don't find nothing. <laughs> Good to know that. What do you two do with your day? Defences. Yeah, you're scouting them defences. Scouting. Not roaming too far out, but mm-hmm. just sort of what I was doing overnight, getting bored, swooping and being a bit reckless with my flying. Um, sure. Uh, you guys work through the day nervously. Uh, at every moment you are concerned. Hear a noise. At every moment you are concerned that you're going to be attacked. You guys do notice that you don't see any animals during the day. The only sort of animal things you saw were at night. The bugs. Yeah, the bug things were out at night, and there was nothing here during the day, mm. um, as far as you can tell. Everybody, make me willpower times three checks, as you are paranoid as fuck throughout the day. Yay! Pass. I, yeah. Pass. I shockingly pass. Thank goodness. Uh, cool, you all pass. Take one stress each. My stress is now ten. I'm halfway to insane. <laughs> well, you're halfway to out of the session. <laughs> and you're a quarter of the way to no longer playable. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma threshold is insane. Uh... Yes, so as... Uh, I think I used your pencil and you used mine. <laughs> yeah, it's alright, as long as the pencils get back where they need to go. Sounds right. The evening comes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this time as the sun sets, you notice the clouds come back again? Uh-huh. From the other direction? But the weird thing is that the clouds come back again, almost like clockwork. Yeah, they're being gardened. <laughs> I would like to use my AR, VR, AR, mesh overlay thing to put a smiley face on the clouds. <laughs> you put smiley faces on the clouds. Do just one sh- big one. No, just one big smiley face. Are they like up at regular cloud height or are they lower? They're at regular okay. cloud height for what you'd expect. And it's at this point that your mapping missile tells you that it is done. Yay. Oh, yeah. Would anybody like to study the data for the planet? I would love to. Is that research? Uh, sure. Good. Is there anything in particular you are looking for? Um, Settlements, maybe? Not particular, just what's it like outside of the garden. Sure. The entire planet is a garden. I would like to do research for cities. <laughs> I failed. Uh, certainly a planet. You're looking at this big ass fucking globe, but it's like, shh, it's just, it's a lot of planet. You're, you're not great. It'll take a lot of time to... Yeah. And you're looking for cities? Okay. Nearby settlements. So... Don't say nearby. <laughs> you, well, we need to know what's around You them. see this circle of hills, or mountains maybe, 
Uh, and uh, and there's sort of uh, green clumps inside of this circle of hills. And you think there's kind of a mouthway or a highway coming out of it towards the southwest. What if we're in the danger zone? Uh, and all around the outside of this of this hill area, which must be hu- like hundreds of kilometers across, easy. Uh, uh, all that, all the way outside of these hills, around the edges, there seems to be like a thick band of structures. Mm-hmm. They have some regularity to them. They're definitely uh, not natural formations. They Someone are built them. Yeah, they're cities of some kind. So they must lead somewhere. Uh, and as you flick between the day night. Uh, uh, toggle the settings. Yeah, toggle between day and night uh, scans. Uh, you don't see any light or anything coming from them, mm. which suggests that they're probably not inhabited. Um, they not? Oh. Yeah. That's kind of the only structure you see, excluding uh, something like built right on top of the southern pole. Um, Mm. it looks like kind of a giant kind of spider's web dangling on a on a uh, sea of sand. Mm. That's terrifying. Everything is terrifying to you. It's a clip's face. (laughs) Born is conditioned, apparently. I am, apparently. Conspiracy. Sure. If it's the spider's web, yep. guys, where's the spider? <laughs> the things that are attacking us clearly. So did you um, succeed? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is an alien race uh, that humanity has discovered ruins of called the Ictoma, who are believed to have some things in common with earth spiders, mm. namely the building of webs. Um, you don't have any, like planet-sized webs, though. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. Know. Uh, but that's about that's about it. I mean, maybe maybe this is an Ectomi uh, structure, but uh, you don't know enough about the Ectomi to be sure. Cool. Oh, do I? You get a success on trivia. <laughs> um, that I vigorously nodded my head for the listeners there. Trivia about this. Trivia about this. You can say, no, Jerry, that's inappropriate. It's an acceptable response. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. It just has to be relevant to the situation. Uh, That's how we decided trivia works. So, (laughs) you uh, are aware uh, of several pre fall building projects to make floating cities that could endure uh, storms Hmm. Um, but why the fuck would you need to make something float on sand quicksand sand is a terrible foundation to build upon he who built his house upon sand I hate sand it's rough course (laughs) (laughs) oh best floating option (laughs) you seduce the gardener of man yes uh, cool. Does anyone else take look for anything sp- in particular on the map? Yeah. Or are we good? My research is nil, so, you know. I would I like have to time specify. Maps. Actually, I would like to 
check with you because I'm not 100% on the protocol in terms of bringing researchy stuff back. Like, is that... You're allowed stuff? to bring samples and stuff. Cool. I bring um, back the plant matter. Yeah, that should be fun. Cool. Bring back one of the whole cacti. It'll have to be, like, <laughs> quarantined or whatever. No, the... Yeah, uh, and as the final bit of light from the uh, sun that has dropped behind the mountains uh, starts to dissipate, you guys see something walking towards you out of the bush or out of the garden. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a tall... Yeah. Eight foot tall with numerous elbows. Yeah, it's about eight foot tall, <laughs> covered, sort of this lanky ass creature that seems to be made of obsidian. Oh, good. Stepping towards you, and uh, in, and in one <laughs> hand it has this really long pole with like this curving. Uh, in two directions kind of blade thing. It looks like the most elegant uh, branch lopping tool you've <laughs> ever seen. Uh, and in the other hand, uh, it has... A gun. <laughs> <laughs> it has a shotgun. <laughs> the monkey's got a gun! <laughs> uh, no, and in the other hand, uh, it kind of has this uh, large kind of dripping waxy honey ball uh, and uh, and Leroy you can smell that maple syrup and cottony cotton candy warm cotton candy smell again and you realize I think we're gonna do lunch you realize that before when you <laughs> smelt it it was this thing and that this thing must have been incredibly close to you before when you smelt it. That's terrifying. Uh, as it walks towards you and, and fly. Yeah, you start to fly up and it sort of watches you go into the sky. Does wait, does it have eyes? Sorry. You probably um, oh, visit eye looking things. It had a face. Yeah, some things have faces without eyes. I described its mouth, but I did not describe sense organs. Mm. It had a mouth. Okay, so now, so now though, it just looks like a kind of obsidian man. Okay. It doesn't seem to have a mouth or anything. Yep, it's it come back in war mode. Mm -hmm. Could I try and persuade it that we are friendly? Not to eat? Are we friendly? We killed its wife! That <laughs> <laughs> it was all just a big misunderstanding. As you fly up, we killed its wife! Oh, sorry, bro. You <laughs> fly <laughs> broke, into, you broke into your gun and murdered your wife. You We're cool, right? You fly up into the Sky, uh, the artist formerly known him, you want to kill as Bone Dog, uh, and it looks at you and then looks at the two poles that you've staked, uh, and it kind of stops just short of crossing the ba invisible barrier uh, of of sensor thingies mm -hmm. between it. That invisible infrared oh, that's line. Good. It stops just short of that, and it sort of is staring you think towards your house mm -hmm. uh, and you said you wanted to try and persuade it don't what are you gonna do buddy uh, there is no you don't even have a common language hey buddy uh, baby well you fuck 
You I'm, I'm gonna point. You, you want some up. fuck? <laughs> not only do, the, do, you not, do they not have a common language, you guys don't even have a, co- a shared common evolutionary Exactly. <laughs> so what are you doing, by the way? Well, I'm trying to point at former dog. Alright, so you're pointing up towards former dog. That's the one you want. Wow! Really embodying the collectivist lifestyle. You guys all of a sudden you guys remember that this member of your team is is born a hypercapitalist. Downvote. Yeah, downvote. Yeah. So you point up towards the thing and it sort of tilts its head up or what remains of its I found the roll, by the way. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Not that it would have much mattered with that particular description. Um, and it's standing at this line, this invisible line, and it is seemingly waiting. I would like to gesture a line. I'm not going to roll because there's not really much point. After about 60 seconds, it kind of, actually slightly longer than 60 seconds, it kind of thumps the bottom of the spear into the ground and you hear like this hollow drum beat come from underneath the brickwork uh-huh. brick stuff that yep. all of your base is sitting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it continues to stare in towards the Pandora Gate. Yep, I move uh, closer to the Pandora Gate. Well, then let me know when you want me to shoot him. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. And at about I'd like to go to stand near the Pandora Gate. Aiming at it. I, sure. I would rather avoid having to shoot another living creature. At about 23 seconds, it thumps again, and you hear this loud drum. And this time it's got a kind of secondary echo in it. Oh, good. I'm standing near the Pandora Gate. (laughs) Terrified. I'm going to slam my foot down as hard as I can. In, In a horrible communication effort. Odd or even? Uh, even. Odd. Uh, you step your foot down and it's on one of the more slate-like tiles and it just snaps and cracks. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... You can't see eyes on the thing, but you feel kind of a glare. Yeah? At you. I don't and know how to apologize. And, and you're probably anthropomorphizing the creature. Yes, but yes, definitely. What were you rolling before? I was going to try and climb onto the roof of the... Uh... Oh, yeah, you can just do that. Oh, okay. It's probably got a ladder on it. Oh, good point. Well, I'm up on the roof. Yeah, you're up on the roof with your fucking SMG. Yep. Uh, and you're up in the sky taking aim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're back towards the Pandora Gate. And about 11 seconds later, after its last thump, it makes a third thump. Can and I this time interrupt that? To... How? Uh, so when it raises oh, its... <laughs> when it raises its stuff, send to the mat through the mesh, shoot it. Go for it. Alright, I'll have to shoot Something the thing. Probably is uh, so, to plus see. 10 from smart link. Yep. Plus 20 from aiming, mm-hmm. minus 10 from trauma. Cool. So, plus 20. Very nice. Very, very much hit it. 17. 
Uh, hang on, I need to roll its oh, Also, so you, speed as well. Like Indeed. So you got 17? Yep. It got an 11. You beat it. That's critical success, but you beat it. Mm -hmm. So that is 6. 6 damage. Cool. Uh, and do you want to immediately burn your second action to shoot it again, or do you want to wait until speed one is done? I'll wait till speed one is done. Cool. So, it gets shot, and as your beam uh, of stuff... Do you have enhanced vision? <laughs> cool. I do. <laughs> you do? Do you have enhanced vision? I don't think so. Um, I have enhanced smell. Can I picture in picture? Yes. Sure, you borrow bone vision. dogs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the artist formerly known as bone dogs. Cap cows. No vision. Um, but yeah, cool. I don't want full borrow. As you shoot it, you see the laser beam hit its obsidian chest, mm -hmm. and it kind of looks like the light is bouncing around inside of that. The 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 unseeable light. Well, the unseen cool. light cool. is bouncing around in there, and then you see it backscatter out of behind it. Yep. Uh, and to those of you that don't have enhanced vision, what you see is uh, about half a second after it finishes thumping its spear down, a bunch of trees behind it explode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, and with that third, uh, and with the two echoing beats after its third, uh, the Pandora Gate crackles with purple energy. There is purple <laughs> lightning arcing off of it in all directions. You see it like, it's like a Jacob's Ladder, uh, curling up the seven spirals. Uh, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, so a Jacob's Ladder is this thing where you get like two wires. And the lightning travels up. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like that. It's arcing off, making contact with the concrete near the base of the or the ceramic near the base of the Pandora Gate. And then it's like climbing up and out along the seven spiraling arms. I don't care about him anymore. I'm studying the fuck out of that. <laughs> Just watching that videoing it. Because if I survive this, that's fucking top not top quality. A, a plus shit for my for my crazy groups. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, does your morph have armor in built in armor implants? I don't think so. Um, have like bio armor or something. No, no. no. Cool. So then your armor is ten ten because that's what the armor is on a crasher suit. Uh, you are going to be taking two d ten energy damage. Because you're I'm very close to it. Because you're standing on this arcing platform. Uh, 11. Cool. Uh, which means you take A wound. one damage because you have oh. an energy armor of 10. Yep. Uh, you're up on the building, so yep. you're fine. You're flying, so you're fine. Yeah. Uh, and the Pandora Gate doesn't... It normally it looks like this kind of shifting kind of randomized web of metal, right? Mm -hmm. It twists around itself and then locks into all of these straight angles. It's like, it's almost like the way a globe is segmented um, with latitude and longitude. Mm -hmm. It is, you've never seen a Pandora gate look like this. Whoop, 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 times three checks. 
Nope. No. So I matched it because my willpower time three is 60. I got a 60. That's a success. Excellent. Uh, so you take one stress. Yeah. And you guys take two. Welcome to 12 town, Jeremy. Thank you, boy. <laughs> God. Uh, as you guys just saw a Pandora gate do whatever the fuck that did. And then the purple lightning stops arcing around it and it just becomes this... The center of the Pandora gate looks like a bubble of purple neon water. It looks like... It's, it's like you're looking at a... It's, look like, it's look like you're looking at a vaporwave sea. Is how I would describe it. I'll give you an upvote if you drink it. I would love to. <laughs> the answer is no. Do we have a sensor to chuck in it? A chemical sniffer? You guys have your sat there in the can. You send that through. Except that you can't transmit... Um, Back through it. You can't transmit... Uh, yeah. You can only transmit via cable. Um, However, give me one second. Because I think you guys have something in your... Um, in your gear. Just give me one second. I think you have the gate uh, stick thing. Um, gate crusher kit. Mobile base, smoke grenade radio, satellite can, scout missile, defense unit, grenade radio beacon, shelter dome, research kit. <laughs> Uh, ah, yeah, Explorer Not, Explorer Not Bot. You have an Explorer Not Bot, which is a little robot with a tethered cable. You can chuck that through. Done. Cool. Um, for for my frame like, of reference, I know, I know you're trying to do some kooky shit, but but look, this is <laughs> we don't see this shit. As um, as you like I, rush to the Robo Mule. I have a question though, just mm-hmm. for my frame of reference. How much time are we expected before it's? Dialed up again. So it's been two lots of twenty-one. So you're expecting like you've got like another you've got like another six hours till you're expecting no the call from home. Yep, cool. Um, um, so as you rush towards the robot, it sort of like tilts its spear towards you guys and makes a sweeping gesture across you, and then like twists its arm back behind its head and points towards the gate. And as it points towards the gate, the spiral arm closest to it lights up with like this red light just shooting up into the sky as if it has illuminated a path. It's kicking us out of its garden. <laughs> I'm okay with this if, if it wants me to leave and it's given me a safe passage out. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if that's what it's doing. <laughs> So, the you've got the Explorer bot. You mm-hmm. ch- you're going to chuck it into the thing. Yep. <laughs> I'll chat while this Explorer bot is going to... On the other side, you see a field of snow, a bunch of angry transhumans, concerned transhumans, uh, and 11 other Pandora gates arrayed around like... Uh, like uh, the face of a clock, uh, about two hundred meters from each other. Is that is that the hub normal for having 
Pandora gates like that, like a range like that? It is not normal. It is the only known example of this, and you know it very well because it stands yep. out. Because of that, you are go- you are looking at Portal, the world of Portal, where they when they stepped through the gate to Portal, they found eleven other Pandora gates within two hundred meters of each other. Do you want to go to Portal? <laughs> yes. And a, God, and yes. a bunch of remains of different alien races. Yep. Um, we're going to Portal. Let's pack up and go. Come through the Portal. Okay. We've got to pack Come up through first. the gate, I should say. Do we? Do you, though? Do we? Yeah. So as you say, we've got to pack up, though. It rolls this sticky, goopy ball oh, towards you. Swooping down. Okay, you dive into the fucking gate. I'm heading into that gate. Uh, you, yeah, this goopy ball starts rolling towards you, and you see, like, strands of it flying out. Yeah, I grab what I can and bolt for the gate. <laughs> yeah, you send a signal to the two robot mules to run, and they yeah. just, like, get up and go... Yep. Uh, and you scoop up a bunch of stuff <laughs> and, and baseball slide through the gate uh, and you come through uh, as this lightning storm is spreading out from the Pandora gate and a bunch of people are shouting at you in other languages uh, are any of them English or Russian? <laughs> or probably somebody's like what the hell is going on? what is this? just Look at the recordings. I will give you my recordings. You guys come through and the lightning is spreading. It just dies uh, as you see the um, the lightning bolts become frozen, like encoded in uh, uh, coated in ice, uh, and then they all burst uh, yep. and crumble away as the Pandora Gate goes inert, uh, and the sort of gun metal of the Pandora Gate is glowing with a kind of uh, white heat. Uh, uh, and well, I we want know you, what purple flecks in it. And uh, I want getting. you guys to make me willpower times three checks. <laughs> Stop. I succeed. Nope. <laughs> I critically fail with a as 99. Did, as did Jasmine with a 55. I, I, no, Raymond, I failed as hard as you can fail. Indeed you did. <laughs> well, I rolled a one, so you both take two stress. Yay. <laughs> so good thing I didn't roll a 10. I just would have started crying. <laughs> take it. I mean, it's still only two... Tr- oh, actually, it would have been 20, so it would have been, like, impossible level of trauma. That would have been five. The maximum amount of trauma oh, you can take, five. thankfully, is four. Uh, <laughs> uh, because at four, your character is unplayable. Uh, uh, I've got a trauma threshold of eight. No, no, no. The maximum amount of traumas you can take. Ah. The trauma threshold is how much stress you can take before you get a trauma. Yep. Yeah. Your, there's yeah, yeah, the yeah. maximum amount of traumas you can take for any character is for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys realize that whatever the fuck that was, it knows more about Pandora Gates than you'll ever know, and it's seemingly just a fucking gardener. <laughs> it's just some rando gardener who knows more about Pandora Gates than every transhuman in existence. Like, it can activate them at will. <laughs> Yeah. And it knows about Portal. It could activate them without touching it as well. Like mm. everything you know. Just bang. Yeah. Around. And I killed its wife. <laughs> or partner, significant other, friend, compatriot. 
Uh, yeah, so that was uh, when your heart stops beating. No, no, it, it started beating. <laughs> I'm fucking sad now. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yeah, now that dude has to live alone. Christ. Maybe he should have thought of that before sending his wife to attack me. <laughs> wow. So, uh, a few things to clarify. What did you guys end up deciding to call this world? Uh, I like deep regret. <laughs> deep regret. Deep regret. Works. Yeah. Works for me. So this world is called Deep Regret. And what did you decide to name the creatures? Nope. Gom. Guns for men. Nope. <laughs> the Gom. Yes. Which means if you go in there in a female morph, you're fine. Sure. <laughs> the Gom. Of uh, deep regret. <laughs> uh, so. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah. You have economist rep, yeah? Uh, eco- uh, economist? No. Sorry, ecologist rep. I do, in fact. So switch over to your reputation page. Yep. You lose one reputation with them. <laughs> That's, oh no, hang on, I don't actually have any rep, I just had networking with them. Is that immediate or when what we've seen becomes knowledge? It's at the next session that these ramifications... I do not actually have any uh, ecologist rep. Good to know. No, e-rep is... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, weird. I just have networking on them. You had an extra networking skill. I guess that's for... Yeah, because I had because I doubled up and I had I to guess it's, over. I guess it's for um, autonomists that are also ecologists then. It's for... Yeah, weird networking skill. Um, okay, cool. Uh, you guys all gain uh, five rep with autonomists. Uh, Jeremy, you gain five rep in fame. Because, holy shit, you fought an alien in single combat. <laughs> that I should take my fame rep to hide my autonomous rep. Indeed. You also killed an alien, uh, which is pretty fucking badass. <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. Uh, what rep do you have, Jasmine? Hypercorp? Yeah, Hypercorp, Criminal, Research, and Autonomous. Um... You gain five R rep. I brought back a specimen. Gain five R rep. <laughs> you, get, you lose 20 rep from everything. <laughs> uh, what other things do we need to do? Um, Jasmine, everybody gets four uh, res points. Jasmine, you get an extra one because that was a brilliant use of uh, smell. That's a res point. Uh, you put the tract at the top of Just this above your motivations. Uh, so ah, yeah. so you good. already have four, so you add five. So you'll be at nine now. Sweet. Uh, and those can be spent uh, between sessions to increase things um, and I will send you guys the link for what those are. What did you guys think of that session? What's on? Holy Christ. (laughs) I think Vaughn's overreacting a little bit. I'm sad. I am terror. (laughs) I got to kill an alien. It's pretty cool. Good shit. Come in love with Eclipse Face for this reason. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as 
because you killed that alien, you got the two negative bars from the Sims above your head. <laughs> I mean, what was I going to do? He attacked it. He didn't know it was going to die. But he shot it. I wasn't right waiting for it to die. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know right in anatomy. Stopped beating, probably. <laughs> he just shoved it off. He could have, I don't think he has unarmed combat. I do not have unarmed combat. It was the it's only... also eight feet tall. Okay, I guess I could have just turbo thrust it up. <laughs> like, yeah, very. Uh... Then it would have just adapted with wings. Yeah, we don't know how that that happened overnight they or are, something. They, they, they struck me as very tyrannid. Mm, I guess that could do it work. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, alright. Uh, fun time. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, and also thank you to all of our Patreon backers that help make this podcast possible. Uh, if you would like to help us out, please head over to Patreon, uh, and consider giving us them sweet dollary dues. Uh, however, if you don't feel that you can uh, support us financially, please share this podcast with your friends. Like, comment, uh, and subscribe. Like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>